Uh, hello, Ron. Did you uh, type something in the chat? You can hear me? Yeah. Okay, Ron, uh, what's up? Have you uh, ever done improv before? Ron?
All right, uh, Mark, if you're here, uh, could you unmute yourself by clicking the little microphone at the top of the screen? Type, type something in the chat if you can hear me. Tomahawk, what's, uh, what's up? What's going on? Oh, oh no, uh, I wasn't ready. Hold on. I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. Uh, let me check my notes. Uh, not much. What's up with you? Um, the other day I was at the grocery store with my sister mm-hmm. and she said, I heard you got a job at a new burger place. How's it going? I checked my phone and I had already been fired because I was supposed to be there at that time. Wow. So, yeah, that's how it's been going. I I don't know how to respond to that, Brian. Look, okay, you you're still working at Target, right? You should be grateful for that. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll pretend that I'm still grateful for that. Yeah. What okay. Would you rather like get fired and only hear about it 3 hours later? I wouldn't be surprised if they did that to me. So, mm, having a job's better than not having a job, but also um, having a job that I'd be proud of would be nice. Mm. Keep in mind, I am uh, significantly older than you. Okay. I mean, you have. Yeah, I I've still like never completed a college course. You know. Well, of course not. You're a child. Just no. focus on finishing middle school, buddy. I believe in you. Twenty-two. I know you're you're I'm taking 20... a long time to finish middle school, but I think you can do it. Okay. Hey, um, your voice is coming through on my end at a, like a weird high pitch and with some popping noises. Yeah, let me. Uh, the mic sucks. I bought this like ten years ago. Ah. that better? Yes. That's what you sound like. Yeah. I'm always like, I should throw this out or get a new one. But like if my laptop mic is fine, Mm -hmm. I might keep using it. Uh, For what you're doing here, I think it's fine. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's not like I'm recording music or anything. Right. And the audio compression for this website even if you had a high quality mic, it's not going to come through super clear. Yeah. Yeah. Like on playback, I've listened to your show before, at least the episodes I've been on. Uh, like I, I have a pretty decent mic. I dropped like four, $500 on it. And I think we sound about the same on your, on your audio recordings. Really? A little bit. Oh, that's, Oh. See, um, this is like the place where I've met the most 
people that also want to do this. So like, mm-hmm. I'm always debating, do I switch over to one of the thousand other apps that do this? Right. Maybe one with video playback. That would be cool. Yeah. And I'm also like, oh, I could just do this over discord, mm-hmm. but. Or like you know. make this a Twitch stream or something. That could be fun. I'm I'm actually trying to join someone else's Twitch stream. Yeah. Well, why why do it with somebody else? Just be be the one, Brian. I'll go with you. Hmm. I understand. Thank I'm you. not enough. Thank you. But also, like, I don't want to set up a Twitch stream. I uh, do this from a Chromebook because I don't want to learn how to use Windows. Ah. So. Like, I am very bad at technology, right? Which is something you need to be incredibly good at if you want to do content creation. Hmm. Well, you can learn, Brian. I believe in you. No, I haven't learned anything ever. I mean, you made it to middle school, canonically. Yeah, I guess that is further than you got. Exactly. I am stuck in pre-K right now. Right. I mean, when when people say like two plus two, it sounds like a foreign language to you. I have no idea what you just said. And when people say no habla espanol, it's like doubly confusing because it is a foreign language. I, you might. Did you say the same thing again, Brian? That I don't understand the purpose of this bit. But I'm currently trapped in a preschool, and. Uh, the, the lights are out. It's dark in here. I'm not having a good time. Initially, I thought they were just keeping me from moving on to regular school because the teachers liked me so much. But I've been in preschool for so long that all the entire staff has now changed over. And I know that these new people do not like me. And uh, yeah, it's it's rough out here, man. It It sounds rough. Mark, can you try unmuting yourself again? You got to click uh, the little microphone with the slash on it. See, see if that helps. Uh, if if you're using Chrome, right, that uh, that's not really compatible. Um, I mean, if you're using Safari or Edge, right, this sort of only works with Chrome. That could be your issue, right, for why we're not hearing you. Because I really want to hear you, man. I like new people. I, I want to meet you, Mark. Yeah, we all do. All two of us. Mm-hmm. It looks like there's more people in here, but there's not. Yeah. It would oh, also Mark. be nice if there's other people in here. Because let me tell you, buddy, I, I haven't written any comedy sketches. Yeah, me, me neither, kind of. I have been doing a lot of writing. I've been working on my feature film that I talked about forever ago. But, oh. Yep. Uh, I got about 80 pages of it written. So not not wasting the time, just right. refocused. You open to shop it around to a festival or something? Uh, once it's, you know, shot and filmed and whatnot, like... I am going to make the movie and then that, yeah, I'm not going to just try and like sell the script or whatever. 
right? Because apparently a lot of those places that are like, we'll buy your script. They're scams, right? Mm. It's like a $20 entrance fee. I had no idea. Like, it's never crossed my mind to look into just selling it. I very much write for me to make the thing. Right. Also, make sure once you shoot it and film it, that you're submitting it to a reputable, you know, film festival that's right. real and not just a credit card scam. I will uh, make sure that doesn't happen. Yes. Also, right. Do not look for actors on Craigslist. Right. I, I know apps like Backstage. You got to pay for them, uh, but trust me, they're worth it. I uh, kind of reverse engineered the script from I, I I put out feelers in my day to day of like, hey, I want to make a movie. Who's interested in being in a movie? And then I talked to those people. Some people were interested in being in it a lot. Some were interested in being in it a little. And then I created a story around how many people I had and how much time they wanted to devote to it. And so like cast was set before there was even an idea for the story. Hmm. I think that's how they made the pilot too. It's always sunny. I think so. Yeah. If you're working with a no budget, like, like I am, that's the way you got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, in my script, there is a costume party, and I had to reach out to all my actors and be like, uh, what are some old Halloween costumes you have that you uh, could fit into? <laughs> so I could try and mix and match everything. Just be like, I don't want to spend that much money. You ever uh, you want to buy old Halloween costumes from uh, from Goodwill? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I've done like uh, some Jack Sparrow costumes in my past, etc. Oh. Yeah, I make a good Jack Sparrow. Oh my goodness, it's Trish here. <sighs> yeah, Trish. Uh, Trish is here. Oh my goodness, hi Trish. Yeah, hi everyone. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. Good to hear from you. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's bothering me about Amazon purchase. What? <laughs> Somebody's bothering me about Amazon purchase. They think I'm made out of money. Mm. Can, we, can we do this after an hour? <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. Hmm. What did you buy? Wants me to buy him a costume. What kind of costume is it? He's getting frustrated. What kind of costume is it? You tell everybody in the meeting? Okay, why are you getting upset? You made me upset. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like things are getting heated over there. Things get heated here. Yeah. <laughs> it's just the general sense. Okay, so other than this weird Amazon thing, how's your week been? Good. How do you have an interview at like 6 o'clock, Brian? You had an interview the other day? Yeah, I I had a job interview uh, mm -hmm. at 6 p.m. It was like a, 
it was for an escape room, so like they are open until nine. So she, the boss was like, "Yeah, I can't do it at like a regular time. I got to do it when no one's here." So you like just grabbed, grabbed everything and ran when you figured out you had the interview. It was, it was a Zoom call. Uh-huh. So. Did you get it? No. Well, I, I just told the the story to Tomahawk that I did get a job at a burger place, but I was supposed to be there, uh, and I forgot. So. Hey, Brian. Yep. I feel like me asking this question is going to come across as mean. No. But I am it's, just it's, curious. It's coming across as very factual, right? It's, okay. How many times have you been fired from a job? Uh, 30. Is that a real number? Or are you doing uh, it's, it's closer to the real number than I would like to admit. So I'm going to pretend like we're doing a dumb bit and that it's 30, which is an absurd number for someone of my age. That is ab- that's absurd for, I think, anybody. Really? Yeah. Like, I've never been fired personally, but I've come close. Really? You've never been fired? That is much more absurd to me. Um, Because I'm very... I I do meet people who have been fired. I've even been fired before. (laughs) Chris, you've never been fired? Have I have been fired. I have been fired before. <laughs> like, Chris, did, did you just say you've fired people? <laughs> oh, I've I've been fired before. Has it been how close to 30? How many times have you no, been fired? Maybe under five times. but. Okay. <laughs> but, I mean... That's okay because that's kind of like auditioning. How many times have you auditioned and you didn't get it? There's a big difference between auditioning and being let so go after you've yourself. already been cast. You're selling yourself. And I don't know. Right. I think it's kind of similar. Because some of the jobs that he goes for are very like, I don't know. Are they? Do you think they're at your level? What you're going for, Brian? See, I don't know what my level is, right? <laughs> I've I've been doing this too long, right? I know that I'm not qualified or possibly capable of most of the jobs, but it's the only ones near me, right? Get it nearby. Distance matters. Oh boy. I'm right. Gonna... I don't live near offices, right? I feel like. I would thrive in an office job where it's like just responding to emails and stuff, mm-hmm. but no one's hiring for those. There's no more offices in America. There aren't. It's really annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's the last job that you got fired at? I mean, you just said that, but. Um, yeah, I was like, well, we go around a place that I technically never showed up to in the first place. <clears throat> I think that some people are excluding the places that they got laid off from, and they're not considering that as a type of firing. Because I have a sister who always gets, quote unquote, laid off. <laughs> 
And I know that that girl don't show up to work on time. And she kind of be going around the tooth a little bit. The closest I've ever come to being fired, I think I've told this story on this show. It's not an interesting story. I uh, used to play music at a restaurant. And uh, after a couple months, I think, of me going into this restaurant once a week and just playing music, um, the manager came up to me and said that they had had a lot of people come in and audition, and they were going to sort of cycle people in and out. And they were going to cycle me out, but I would be cycled back in eventually. And then I never heard back from him. So I guess he let me go, but I didn't know I was fired, if that's what happened. But then the sandwich shop shut down. So in a way, I'll never know. Wait, so your job was playing music in a sandwich shop? Yeah, it was a sandwich shop. So in my head, it was like the restaurant from La La Land that J. Jordan Jameson owns, Right. Like right, something right. fancy, like like a hotel bar. No. <laughs> no. I was playing, like, Imagine Dragons, I think. I, I was playing, like, songs that would hope people would recognize from the radio. Wow. The the music... I, I came in on other days, and I'd see other musicians. They, there was a piano there, and, like, some people would just play, like, classical music on the piano, but... I with I was uh, standing with my guitar and I would also sing and I think I may have been a little too commanding of everybody's attention like I would sing very loud uh, and I think I was probably intended to be more of a background kind of thing and I was much more hey pay attention to me please do you sing smelly cat <laughs> did I sing smelly cat no because I have taste when it comes to my sitcoms. Right. He sang uh, the one that Penny sings of the Big Bang Theory. That's the exact same song. Yep. Uh, Big Bang Theory is actually the only television show I will watch. <laughs> I watched three episodes of it, and I was like, you know what? This is peak television. I'm never going to watch anything else because it'll just disappoint me. <laughs> See, I know Big Bang Theory is like a meme, but I have actually legitimately – binged it mm -hmm. it is a terrible show to binge right because yeah I there are characters who are like clearly supposed to be recurring and they feel like they'll be important later down the line and then you get to the end and like eight characters are just one-offs that never show up again mm. you didn't i um relate to sheldon cooper uh, least interesting part of the show, right? You said he's the least interesting part? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's... Okay. There are seven main characters. Okay. Right? There's Sheldon Leonard, Raj Howard, Penny, Bernadette, and Amy. Mm-hmm. Right? Amy is, of course, sitcom royalty... Uh, the girl from Blossom, right? I'd, I've always hear that she's from Blossom, but I'm not going to lie to you. I have no idea what Blossom is or is about. Okay, it's like I, Clarissa Explains It All. It's that yeah. type of show. It's mm -hmm. from back in the day, though. 
We didn't see that. The first I episode is like one. she's a teenager who gets her period, and it was one of the first episodes of television that talked about what a period was. Ah. Finally, I have a chance to learn what a period is. I'm going to jot this down in my notes. I, I've heard people say the word before, but I, I just I haven't been able to put the pieces together. I don't know what it means. What is it, Brian? What is a period? Okay, so yes, it's when so much blood comes out of a woman's vagina that it's like a jetpack and they hover a bit. Um, feels like that's something I would have noticed before now. Now nah, to keep an eye out for that. They they tend to you know become secluded and like put themselves lock themselves in a basement because it's only like an hour that it happens. But, but it happens like once every two weeks. I swear, like it's actually kind of an amazing feeling. Right, <laughs> it's meditative. No, it's like it's very like it's like a release of hormones. Sometimes I feel like that's like the only time I feel really good. I think I need to look into that because I'm like, why? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I hate that this is an audio only medium because you guys can see my face right now. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, going back to Big Bang, I really like Howard. Yeah. He was a really great character, right. Simon Helberg. Very funny. He was uh was he good in Florence Foster Jenkins? Haven't seen that one. And it's the only other thing that I know he did was like some Meryl Streep Oscar bait. I bet you know what each character has otherwise been in. Do you know anything about Raj, that he married a model? Well, of course he did. <laughs> yeah, he's Raj. From, yeah. He was getting paid how much an episode? Like, that guy's two, worth two so million. much money. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, of course he's married to a supermodel. She's pretty... <laughs> Not only did he make $2 million an episode, The Big Bang Theory does 30 episodes a year. Also, like, he's not ugly. Right? He's just TV ugly. <laughs> like, they're, they're different things. He's the There's some of... episodes where he has his shirt off and he has, like, 1% body fat or something. Like, yeah, he's just, like, a normal-looking dude. Like, there's nothing... Yeah. So anyway, there's one episode of The Big Bang Theory that I constantly think about where, like, the comic book shop they always go to has a rival comic book shop that's, like, serves coffee and it's really crowded. And the one they go to is, like, lame and deserted. No one goes there. Hmm. Right? And they introduce the head of the rival comic book shop. And he's played by Josh Peck. And you you think... Right. Okay. This guy's got to be important. He's in the show, like, with an ongoing rivalry, and then he's not in the show for the rest of the the series. So much of the Big Bang Theory is just missed opportunities. Right. And then, like, and then that... they establish that Howard's dad, you know, ran away when he was eleven, right, and had a second family with another son, and the son is friends with Howard, right? And you're like, okay, they're going to establish them like becoming closer 
He's going to be a recurring character, and he's also never in the show again. Hmm. I have a lot of thoughts on Big Bang Theory. I plan to make a video essay about it at some point. No one can stop me. I would love to collaborate on the script with you because I also have too many actual opinions on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Like, I don't think a lot of what I have to say would be funny for your comedy podcast. It's just like, Big Bang Theory, be better. Why don't you make, like, a a video essay of all your bass tenor voices? (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like, I think Brian just has a bassy voice. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're referring to, Trish. He only has this voice and then his high-pitched voice. When he I'm talking about you. Why don't you Me? go do that? What are you talking about? Trish, I only have this one voice. No, you don't. So when you sing Dolly Parton covers, do you do it like down there? Like, working down- nine to five. The way you said down there made it sound like you're bending over, like making eye contact with somebody. Or, or, or it's erupting from a... Where, where does the voice usually come from? Um, like, he bends over like Ace Ventura and uses his butt as a puppet. from your stomach from down yeah. there. <laughs> but Trish, if you've ever heard another voice aside from my voice that you're hearing right now, that was a different person. I'm sorry. I don't oh. know where you're getting me having other voices from. Bring him, bring that other. Is that okay. like a good friend of yours? Bring him back. <laughs> Who are, oh, are you talking about Santa? Yeah, Santa and Tim Allen. <laughs> uh, I mean, look, I can call Santa. Maybe he'll get here. I'll send him a text. Maybe he'll get here ben by the end Crosby. of the episode. B- Bill, what is his name? Bing Crosby. Not Bill Cosby. That's a, that's a different. <laughs> Bing Crosby. That's the only male. That's the only base tenor voice that you can do. Base. Voice, whatever. It's just this one. This is my only voice, and you can't prove otherwise. I mean, if you wanted to do, you know, some sort of voice, could you? Yeah, you're. I could. Like, I could try. Thing. I could try. Like Ty, that's his thing too, I guess. All right, no, how about, that? Right, how about right? that? I want you guys to describe to me a character, and then. I will voice that character. Like, we'll treat it like it's an animated show. So just tell me what the character's like, and then I'll come up with a voice for him. Okay, right. So it's Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck crossbred. <clears throat> okay. Here we go. Here we go. Are, are you ready? Yeah. Hi, hello. It is me. I am Daffy Bugs Duck Bunny Man, and I am here. I am cross-dressing as I am cross-bred. Hello. That don't sound like Daffy. Uh, this is this is the voice that I had to pair with this this premise. I'm sorry, Trish, if this okay. disappointed you. <laughs> all right, so Santa says he's going to try and make it. I got it. All right. Wow. Oh, Brian, Brian, Brian. Yeah? Uh, for my podcast, did you listen to the season premiere episode? The New Year's resolution one? No, uh, it was uh, season two premiere. It came out a few months ago. 
Um, we haven't actually talked about this. I don't think I did. Okay. So, Stu and I had a segment right. on that episode, and it was a an award show. And we had an award for the show that we had been invited to be a guest on the most times. Right? And okay. the contenders were Cold Reads, and the other option was Jonesy's Love Shack. And Stu said, when I was on Jonesy's Love Shack, somebody called me the N-word like five times, and the guy didn't do anything. And I was like, well, it sounds like Brian wins. So Brian K. Scott of Cold Reads, I want you to know that Cold Reads is an award-winning podcast. So good job. Proud of you. I'm, I'm glad you never called Stu the N-word. Uh, you know, it was tempting, I got to say. Um, I was this close to, to, you know, not winning that award, right? Yeah, with the... <laughs> With this being an audio medium and not knowing how close this close is, it could be like a mile apart. Right, yeah. Right. Now, I was on a different episode of Jonesy's Love Shack where a guy kept posting videos of, I assume him, but probably someone else uh, stabbing their own penis. That sounds like a time. I don't like hearing that combination of words, if I'm being honest with you. He, okay, so he took like a tooth, like a really long toothpick, and he put it in the penis hole, right? And he didn't do it right, so there was blood everywhere. And that. he was like, whatever you do, don't click this link, everyone. And everyone was like, oh, man, it's it's just a stupid Rick roll, okay? I'm going to oh. click it, and it's going to play da 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 And it didn't do that. When right? it was to love. It was a you guy know, stabbing his own penis until it was bloody. You wouldn't get this from any other guy. Pull your guitar out. Let's start hearing. Let's hear how you would play this at your job. tried nicotine gum brand? No. Ooh boy, if you're not a smoker, that shit is strong. Why would you try nicotine gum if you're not a smoker? Because it's a great feeling. I just went over that. <laughs> might be in my future. <laughs> nicotine might be in my future. I'll be right back. Okay, um... I, okay, wait, so I know that non-smokers vape, right? That's a, that's a very, you know, talked about phenomenon, but why would you try nicotine gum if, if you don't smoke? It's just a nice nicotine feeling. What is a nicotine feeling? What? Like a, a little okay, hat. okay, okay. Very great. Hello. Testing. Hi, hello. Can you guys hear me? Yes. Where's 
Nicotine gum, really? I, I feel like I, that's a terribly dangerous thing to get addicted to. Oh, it's not very addictive because it's so gross that you have to take it out of your mouth every five seconds. Then, okay, why did you... <laughs> I, just, I just gotta do stuff sometimes. It, doesn't, okay, it doesn't sound pleasant. Well, no, a lot of things are pretty. <laughs> Considering that was uh, not rehearsed ever, I'm willing to give that to me. So, yes, thank you. Applaud me, please. There will be more guitar noodling until Brian tells me to stop. I'm probably not. I I, I would love to do the whole, the whole podcast just in the background. I had to go borrow a different guitar, so it's different. Any hoodles. I think the chords on this website that I went to for Never Gonna Give You Up are wrong, because it was just the same two chords over and over for the entire verse. And I'm, I'm like, it was hard to sing to. Kind of like when we were doing the Jaws song. Yeah. So is there going to be uh, sketches read tonight, Brian? I, I I think I have something. Okay, okay. Like we could also just chit chat. Like I'm fine for that, but what about the um somebody was telling me about those gummies, Brian. You said you never chew nicotine gum, but you tried those what is it? Well like gummies? yeah, gummies with weed in it, they get you high. Mhm. What if they don't taste good? Would you still buy them? Would you still yeah, because they get you high on weed. Okay, okay? that's the basic same thing then. I'm chewing the nicotine gum. I'm getting a, a little high. You're currently chewing nicotine gum? <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Guys, the dare lion would be so disappointed in you. I know. I promised, I made a pact when I was in middle school that I would never do smoke or do drugs. Look, okay, I, I I would not be judging you if you did 
you know, weed or crack, because I've only heard positive things about the experience of smoking weed and crack, right? But I've heard people's lives get ruined because of cigarettes and nicotine, you know? People's lives get ruined over crack. I have an associate who lives in this building, and her life is getting ruined over crack. That was the joke. Yeah. But anyway, I like telling the story because she was asking me for a ride one day. And she kept calling me. She's like, I almost here. I almost here. I almost here. And then when I get one block away from the house, <laughs> I literally see her running towards me with a duffel bag. <laughs> and I knew that she was feeding. I was like, oh, boy. <laughs> she was twitching like no tomorrow in my car. I was like, whoa, calm down, girl. Calm down. I feel like I'm the only human being that the D.A.R.E. program works for. <laughs> oh, you never... That's good, though. I mean, do better, D.A.R.E. program, I guess. I would like to welcome uh, the new person, Tossable, <laughs> right, and tell you you can unmute yourself by clicking the microphone at the top of your screen where it says user, you know, where it says secret features there's a little mic icon if you click that you can unmute yourself and talk and join us right try typing in the chat you know possible could you say a few things uh saying a few things these are things okay wow. oh my goodness that's like an audiobook voice, Tossable. I love that. I love it, too. In Chapter 1, we begin. The grass was moist with dew. <laughs> I have nothing more. Okay. I love Has you. anyone ever told you you should do scat poetry? <laughs> <laughs> the grass was moist with poo. <clears throat> That is the perfect level of comedy for this show. <laughs> right. Okay. Tossable. Well, uh, this is Cold Reads, an improv and sketch comedy open mic where people uh, share sketches they've written and we talk about them and then we improvise a new sketch based on some sort of conversational tangent. Okay. Uh, me and Tomahawk are about to perform a sketch. Uh, I will play the potential employee, and Tomahawk will be playing the boss. Cool. All right. Okay, so feel free, you know, to read along with the Google Doc that I've sent. <clears throat> so, Tomahawk, are you ready? I'm ready. Uh, potential, could you read the stage direction? Or a tossable? I'm I'm still opening the doc. Okay, yeah, take your time. Right, we'll start when you start. It's fine. And I don't know how to read. <laughs> me neither. I don't know why he constantly puts this on me also. What is this? Interior office day. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule for this interview. I'm sorry if you had to miss work for this. Nope, just glad to be out of the house. I got nothing going on right now. I really needed this. I'm sorry, but 
I think we'll be moving on to another candidate. Why? It seems like you're not in demand right now. Yeah, I'm fully free. I can work here seven days a week, 12 hours a day. I don't think you physically can, but that's not the same issue. Your labor is a product, one that it seems not many people are buying. Is that because it's a bad product? No, I'll I'll work hard, I promise. Did you work hard at your last job? That would be, okay, this would be my first job. I'm just out of high school. So you have had something occupying your time? Potential employee pulls out a switchblade. Wait, that's me. Turning. Don't take oh, it from him, Brian. I'm very sorry. Right? This never happens. Oh, my God. I and will. at this moment, the potential employee pulled out a switchblade, turned the boss's palm facing upward towards the ceiling, flicks the switchblade out of his pocket, and stabs the palm, lodging the knife into the table. Ah! Give me a job. You want money? I don't want a job. No, no. I want a job. That's how bad it is right now. What the fuck? Why do you want a job? I'll give you money. A job gives you purpose, a place to go, a family. I was planning on meeting my wife at this job. You're pathetic. I'll give you way more money than this job will pay. Fine. Gets up. Wait, where are you going? I'm leaving. By the way, not even your assistant will be able to pull that knife out. Fine. You're the manager. It's the highest paying job we're hiring for. But it still pays less than what I was going to give you. I know, a million dollars. No, 30 grand. Brief pause while they look at each other. You're right. It really is that bad out there. We revisit the scene one week later. Boss is giving a presentation to all new employees. Hello and welcome to McDonald's. I know people joke about this being a dead-end job, uh, but even a dead-end job gives you purpose, place to go, family. In fact, I met my current wife at this job. Oh. You wrote this. <laughs> I did. Um, I, I wrote this two months ago. The boss says that <laughs> the potential employee who brushes that off as pretentious bullshit, and I fucked it up. Oh, my God. <laughs> you took I, it over, and I was like, oh, let's just see where this goes. Right. I thought the current wife thing would be funnier. It's not. It's not funnier than, you know, hearing that bullshit and brushing it off, even after all he did to get the, the job. <sighs> Stab the man through the palm, jeez. Yeah, yeah. I'm assuming, if if I can make a, a small suggestion. Yeah, me. this is terrible. I I will take any suggestion. Um, I think it'd be great if it said in the stage directions at the end, the boss is like he waves his hands and he's still got the knife embedded in there. It's just a, it's just a permanent part of his life now. Yep. Yeah, uh that 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 is good. That's good. Have um have you ever seen I think it's David Blaine like as a magic trick stabs his the center of his palm? I don't think I have. Okay, so he he did that, right? And to mm -hmm. prove it was real, 
he goes and gets it x-rayed, right? And the okay. x-ray does show that he really stabbed his palm and it, it went through bone. And like, this is a magic trick. Is this a magic trick or is this just like a guy a magic doing magic X-ray thing? technician. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. I had X-ray or, effects as a kid and they didn't work. Could, uh, did they advertise those X-ray specs in a in a comic book or? Yes. Well, in the rear of the comic book. Yes. And uh, you know, they, with spurious Spanish fly, neither of which worked. Oh, back in the day when the FTC was not. Okay. A wait. When you said Spanish fly, like, isn't that a a drink? Uh, it. It was allegedly something that people would slip into a woman's drink, basically mm. sold in the back of Boy's Life magazine or something. Oh, heavens. Oh, my God. Roofies, when roofies were considered cool. Right. I remember seeing this date, uh, Jeff Dunham video where he uh, – if you haven't seen his YouTube channel, it's actually pretty cool. He talks about all these old weird toys he has, like one where – you know, it looks like a radio, and then it folds out into a toy gun. Oh, I had that. Right? Hmm. Man, uh, uncle, he, I think. Right. He shows off a bunch of, you know, secret hidden guns, and all the comments are like, nowadays kids are too sensitive, okay? You can't just tell them to conceal guns and other things and expect that to go well. I think it's just insane that I think we just witnessed the first time anybody said that Jeff Dunham was cool for the first time in like 15 years. Yeah. I mean, all of his stand-up still sucks. And if, if anything, he's gotten worse. He's very popular in Saudi Arabia. Um, <laughs> what? In what? Saudi Arabia. He kills in Morocco. <laughs> he does a lot of Taliban things. So. Okay. I mean, have have you ever seen the video Nelly did It's Hot in Here in Saudi Arabia, but he wasn't allowed to sing So Take Off All Your Clothes, so it's just an awkward silence during that part in the chorus? I have not heard that, no, or seen that. Have any of you guys seen this um, guy, guy in the GIF um, that I put in the chat bar? This yeah, Keenan Cahill. He died, oh my gosh. He what? Yeah. He was fine like a month ago. What? Yeah, because he has, like, a health condition related to being little. And, yeah, he did. It was like, I guess he was big in, like, karaoke. I mean, meme. Oh, we should go do karaoke I sometime. Was. I was like, oh, my gosh. This guy is so good. Tossable, can you sing? Um, you don't have to do it right now. I just is that something you're trained to do? I think I am. No. No. Okay. No. You guys could have done a duet with Santi. Santa's on his way. He's not here yet. Also, I don't think I 100% remember what Santa sounded like. Let's cut to um 
the potential employee with his wife. No, not yet wife. <laughs> his future wife. Yes. Like the oh, Not flipping the burgers, right? You there? Are you there? Yeah. Okay. Uh, and how, how should I? How should I flip the burgers? Okay. You know what? Like, let's do that scene in Ghost, where like, you know, you guide my hand. Yeah, I'll guide your hand. Ow! Oh my God! You <laughs> broke my hand on the grill. What? What? Well, I was trying to do the scene with the fake arm and he puts it in the fryer. Luckily, I didn't do that one, right? <laughs> okay. The scene? Yeah. But anyway, um, are you, are you hurt? Badly? No, no, it's just, uh, I'm, I'm more shocked than anything. Let's, let's just move on, right? Okay, so I take the half cooked burger, right? And I flip it like that. Hmm. Um, sorry. I guess they need somebody to man the window. Oh, okay. Um Hi, um, welcome to McDonald's. How may I love in it for you? Hot comes in as a guest at the window. Uh hello. Yeah. Um I I would I want uh, hold on I need to look over the menu hold on uh let me can are you can I get can can I get two chicken chalupas <laughs> hold the sour cream okay this is uh, McDonald's you're you need to go to Taco Bell. That's across the street. Oh, I would never eat at Taco Bell. Their food is vile. <clears throat> no, no, thank you. Right. Well, we don't have chalupas here at McDonald's. Okay. Uh, let me just look over to your menu and I'll choose something else. Um, right, we have burgers. Deciding, can I can I get something? Uh, just, Are you his uh, wife? Are you in the car with him? <laughs> in the car, yes. Sir. Oh, yes. This homeless guy just got into the car with me. No. Listen, you. I. I. I wait. I was waiting behind your car, like you know. But you were taking too long, buddy. So I'm just. I, you know, this, uh, the door was open. You didn't want me in here. You should have locked your door. Oh, God, so bad. <laughs> Tell you what, you can just have the car. I'm I'm getting out. Bye. Oh no. Okay, feel uh, free to eat in the restaurant. Okay, it's a really long line. No one's eating in the restaurant. They pull up to the next window. Oh, Hi. Uh, what would you like? Uh oh. Well, um, I've I've never ordered from a drive-through before. This is all, this is all so new to me. Right. Okay, we have Big Macs, we have chicken nuggets, we have fries. Okay, you could order uh, stuff that McDonald's has. Do I not order stuff ketchup. from other restaurants. I have ketchup, will ya? Uh, can I get it? Actually, I, 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 you know, I used to really love those uh, big buckets of uh, 
crispy strips, you know? You know what I did? Like the red and the white buckets. Okay, that's Wait, KFC. Hey. hey! I just remembered I needed this car. <laughs> give, give it back. Uh, well, get I out. All your, I changed all your Get out. Ah, get out. Ah. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, sir. What would you like? All right. I would like two medium pepperoni pizza. No. I want three pepperoni sandwiches. I want four pieces of pepperoni on each sandwich. We don't serve pepperoni pizzas, okay? We're a burger place. We have burgers and sandwiches, okay? Have you seen the episode of, hey, hey, I'm talking. I'm you, there's another person in my car. <laughs> That's my boss. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. sorry. He's just he's brand new on the job, and I gotta see you know what he's working with. If he's <laughs> um anyway, yeah. Well, ma'am, if I if I must say so myself, you are very pretty. Tips hat. Uh, Thank you. You're welcome to stay in here as long as you like, madam. Uh, so you work at this establishment? Well, yes. Uh, what do you recommend? Tanya here. Oh, uh, sir, sir, uh, Garcon, can, can I get a Merlot? Okay, we don't serve alcohol. <laughs> we don't serve goat alcohol if we were to sell alcohol. Um. Okay. Uh. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Uh. Read off the menu. Read something that you see on the menu. Fred, we, we serve bosses on a stick. We do not serve bosses on a stick. What is a bossa? That that sounds pretty good. <laughs> the boss. You say kielbasa? You should order that. Order a kielbasa. Those I used to have those when I was sure. baseball. Okay. Out of my car! Okay, would you oh, like okay. a Big Mac, fries, or chicken nuggets, okay? Oh, he en- he nuggets. enters back in through the minivan door. <laughs> I, need, I need to get locks for this car. Right. <laughs> oh, oh, uh, this, oh, this is still part of your car. Okay, I thought this yeah. was just like a waiting area in the back <laughs> here. I don't know how cars work. Hey, buddy, what's your name? <laughs> Well, uh, you know, I, oh my, I, I they used oh to my call goodness. me Professor Phil because I, of, of all my knowledge, are you, are you the Doctor Phil? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I sound closer to Doctor Phil than you do. Well, they, yeah, that I was, that was. We cut. Okay, we cut to how Doctor Phil got fired. I, I I I told you I can't I can't play I can't play up that voice all the time. I only do that voice when I'm on the air. And you want me to be Dr. Phil 24/7? I can't do that. Listen, Sweetie, I just want you to be the man that I married. Oh. Honey, I don't feel like I'm asking for too much. You uh, Honey, li- listen. Our I'm marriage listening. has to be stable. Because if they see one crack in this relationship, my career is over. You understand? 
I'm I'm the folk I'm like I, I'm the folksy man of the people giving giving advice. You know I can't can't show that there's any weakness in my marital fidelity. I just, I just want you to use the same voice with me that you used the day that we got married. <laughs> Dr. Phil's I, conscience comes on board. So, Dr. Phil, my name is Dr. Phil. You can do it. Say the voice. Say the damn fucking voice. I, <laughs> you got a little devil on your shoulder. <laughs> well, you can see that. <laughs> Listen. Listen, devil on my shoulder. I, that voice, you know, that that voice is a character I play on TV. That's not the real me, okay? I want, like, if I can't be the real me in front of my wife, then where where can I be the real me? You know? Dun, dun, dun. Oh. That I, th- I thought the little devil was going to try and tempt you to do something, but it just went, dun, dun, dun. Dr. Phil. Okay, we cut back to the present where Dr. Phil is the homeless man in Tom Hawk's car. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, my, my exit has changed since then, since that flashback as well. Um, Time changes hey, that's, okay. that's okay, young man. Oh, I just realized uh, I was married to Dr. Phil once. My voice changed too. <laughs> <laughs> honey? Yeah. Is that, well, is that I'm you? not your honey anymore. Uh-oh. Oh. See, is there it, was this. Is it? Okay, we don't serve honey either. I don't know why you keep <laughs> saying honey. Ketchup. We serve ketchup. Yeah, and, would you like ketchup, right? Because I could get you a ton of ketchup. Uh, uh, that is doesn't it made sound particularly from real, appealing. It's made from real catches. It's ketchup. made from real whatever you want. It's ketchup. Oh, do you have catch down? Yes, we have catch down. It's totally not just a bottle of ketchup with me sharpieing the word down where it says up. You guys have ketchup in bottles still? Yeah, I've never seen that at a Mickey D's. Huh, that's, that's interesting. The new one. Mickey. Okay, oh, the well, cars that okay. were behind us are gone now. If if you come up to the next window, I will give you the ketchup pump thing, and it says catch down on it in Sharpie. Oh, you got the it. Yeah. gets out of the car and comes through the drive-thru as they're pulling up. Do you got any uh, caviar in there, sir? He's spraying uh. them with the ketchup. Ah! <laughs> uh. <laughs> Brian, oh. how dare you? Look what, what you, you did. Uh. You, you're the one spraying ketchup on the. What are you talking? We all saw you do it. Oh. Wait, what? Oh, Brian, that, was that? Was it, lead for me? I thought I that was just the normal lead. service. I thought no, that no, that was very weird. My boss came out <laughs> and started spraying both of you with ketchup and blamed me for it. Come on now, Brian. You know, uh, you know, you did it. No, I didn't. I'm, I'm still. <laughs> Behind the drive-through, and uh, you're the one who put your hand on his cheek. You know you did it. You know you did it, Brian. Hey, Brian. You did it. Okay, look, two witnesses. Tell, tell her what she's currently doing to you. Hey, uh, Trish, Brian. Yeah. Um, 
Can I have you guys step into my office for a minute? Uh, uh, hey. Uh, hey, 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 uh, hey, Greg. Can you finish taking care of these uh, these uh, these customers in the car here? Yeah, I need okay. to, I need to talk to Brian and Brian right. and Trish here. Uh, All right. <clears throat> hey, Brian. What is it? What is it? Really? What is it? Okay, you saw her. She was fresh. She was spraying ketchup on a customer. Who was freshening up? I can't right. help it that it just squirted out, and Brian's hand was on the ketchup bottle. It was not. It was too. Guys, 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 it's okay. Sorry, I understand. Uh, but look, I've been doing some thinking. As you can tell, I am wearing a suit of armor, like a knight. <laughs> I will. Uh, because, uh, Brian... Ever since your interview in here where you uh, stabbed me in the hand, I still have this knife in my hand. I had to get my suit of armor custom made that I could have armor go around the knife in my hand. Yep. I see and that. around your pudgy mm -hmm. stomach. Okay. I, wow. That's way out of line. <laughs> I feel like I'm now protected enough that I have to let you know, Brian, that you are fired again. Yeah. I, uh, I didn't do anything. Now, now, Trish, Trish, I'm... similar thing with you. You were outside what? in a customer's what? car in the drive-thru. No, no, I was And I have to say, I have to say, I went through that the minivan door. Service. I knocked. What? That is so, you are going above and beyond. It is, you are the Wait, most stellar employee that we have. Here. How? Oh, my God. Trish, oh, I, this is going unexpected. Oh, my gosh. I'm, yeah, I'm employee was, of the year. Oh, my gosh. Trish, yes. I want you to be employee of the lifetime. Okay, only if Shanti so can come on board with me and be my assistant manager. That sounds hey. like that's up to him. <laughs> he's still He's still en route. We'll see when he gets here. I I personally the man, just the manager so of this McDonald's get here. He's coming from the North Pole, Trish, and I'm just the manager of McDonald's. He, I have no sway over Santa Claus. Okay, so she, in addition to spraying a customer with ketchup, is delusional and thinking Santa is real. Santa is coming. Whoa, 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 to whoa, 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 Okay, Brian, Brian, did I you know just that imply that Santa's not real? I'm, he's not. Magic Brian, isn't I, real. Santa isn't real. Are you getting jealous, Brian? Are you? Getting, I'm not you jealous that you like Santa and not me. you need to sit in Santa's lap? I'm not sitting in Santa's lap. Hey, I'm way too old for that. Are you guys? Are you guys gonna come back out here? This is Doctor Phil. Knock it out, Doctor Phil. Can you guys just? I mean. Can, can I order another of one of those ketchup bukkakis? Because I, I just feel like... Uh, I go out there and spray them. <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, thank okay. you. Tim, uh, come help this guy. Yeah. What? Hey. Uh, hey, Phil, what did you do to Greg? Oh, Greg. Oh, uh, he was not providing the service uh, that I was asking for, so... Um, Is that why I, you're covered in blood? Oh, wait, yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't the same. It wasn't the same. Yeah, I, wait, I wait, thought whoa, it would whoa, be whoa, similar. I was implying that I made a mistake and you said yeah when I asked if you were covered in blood. You're covered in blood and ketchup? I, well, your 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 guy Greg 
he wouldn't he wouldn't spray me with ketchup. So I had to find an alternative. Okay. And oh, he, he likes ketchup. Mm. Well anyway, I, I threw him out in the dumpster out back, uh or what's left of him. If that's okay with you. I mean, as long as you cleaned up the mess, I guess it's fine. Yeah. Oh, oh. I can't. I keep it. Oh, oh, I hear Sandy's bell. Oh my. Yeah, that means he's only like a half hour out. I think. (laughs) Wait, wait, that that ringing wasn't just in my head. That was that real. Hey, it's as real as you believe it to be. It's it's Greg Conscious or whatever his name is. Um, can you ask for real food, homeless man? Uh, I'm hungry and you're conscious. Uh, oh, 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 hello there. Oh. Is uh, you're not Ronald McDonald? <laughs> that is correct. I am not Ronald McDonald. We've been waiting for you, Sandy. Well, I'm here. Oh. Why, why am I here? <laughs> Wait, well, is, is is my conscience talking to you, or is, is, is you can turn around, around and look at me, manager. buddy? <laughs> uh, serve us. Who is speaking right now? Is that is that the the? <laughs> okay, let's yeah, is let's that just my go around. Or is that the bus? <laughs> let's just let's let's just pause for a moment. <laughs> All right, so we'll go around the room. We'll introduce everybody and the various characters uh, and what they sound like. And so everyone has a clear picture of what's happening in this room. Well, over there, uh, there's the boss who was in the original sketch, who has a knife in his hand and is currently wearing a suit of armor. Hi, oh. hello, that's me. I'm I'm the boss of this McDonald's. Yes, very, very good. Over here we have Trish. She is the shift supervisor, about to be employee of the lifetime. Also semi-interested in Brian. Hello. Um, over here we have Brian, who was just fired. Yeah, I'm leaving. Okay, I I swear I'm I'm leaving, and you're never going to see me again. I'm never <laughs> going to eat at McDonald's ever again. Uh, over here we have Dr. Phil. Oh yes, that's. That's me. Am I on the am I on the naughty list? I think you admitted to killing a man, so <laughs> yes. Oh, <laughs> dang it! Over here, who's been pretty silent throughout the entire ordeal, but standing right behind Doctor Phil is, of course, the guy that was in the drive-through. I don't know his name. Ah, it's me. I, I was in the drive-through. Our voices are pretty similar. It sounds like it's just kind of a dialect difference between the two of us, Santa. It sure is. <sighs> ho, ho, ho. Uh, is that everybody? Did I get everybody in the uh, room? Is there anybody yeah. hiding in here? Well, there's also the devil in my shoulder and my ah, yes. conscience. Uh, well, I feel like your conscience isn't... I think that's the just doctor, a use thing. The devil, though. His, yes. his regular voice that he should be doing. <laughs> now... I have a bit of a plot twist in regards to the small devil. That is actually a very small elf. That's actually what? why I'm here. Yes. Hello. That's why my wife could Santa. see it the whole time. That's, that's why my wife could see it when, when I I thought it was just something in my head, but she could see it. It, it was it was a real thing. Yes. 
That's so you're much more willing to accept that elves are real more so than demons. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. I feel okay. Whatever. Uh, yeah. All right. Is that all I needed to do here? Hey, uh, little elf, come with come with me. I'm done with the old elf. Who, who's going to tempt me to do things that are against my interest now? Something tells me the little devil on your shoulder had absolutely nothing to do with you killing <laughs> that man. So I feel like you're probably fine on being tempted to do bad things. Okay. Santa, will you still be giving him something for Christmas? Uh, yes, coal. Oh, I can use that to... Coal and a life sentence? Heat my <laughs> barrel. Well, I can give you a life sentence. Here we go. <clears throat> oh. Life are you going to, are you going to give something to that to that man that got fired? I mean, he's You he, interrupted my life sentence. You are on the naughty <laughs> list for 2 years. Oh no. At bare minimum. Oh. Oh god. Ho ho ho. Yeah. Santa, I'm so glad you're here. You're just I'm also glad you're here, Santa. Me, the boss. I'm a separate character than from you. <laughs> ho ho ho. Yes, I know that. Can you said um Brian straight because he's struggling nope, with Nope, Brian is as gay as they come. <laughs> okay. I I am leaving. I don't need to take any of this. I'm Santa. I know I know I know what you got going on, Brian. It's okay. Look, let's say back before a certain time, being gay didn't mean you were on the naughty list, but in our modern day, no, nah, it's fine. You're fine. Oh. Santa, your your morality changes with the times. Well, in a previous uh, previous episode, there was actually multiple Santas. Uh, it's kind of a Santa core, as it were. Oh. I, I'm just it, uh, currently. Is it similar that to that thing in the Fantastic Four where Reed Richards has a coalition of all the alternate universe versions of himself? Well, it's not an alternate universe thing. It's, uh, so, no, it's not like a multiverse. It's it's just we have different people who... Uh, Is it you know, from the North and South and West Pole and the East Pole? I, what, at least one of them was Tim Allen. I, I know that. Yes, that's me. I'm Tim Allen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I've had uh, several TV shows. Uh, do, you, do you still do the grunt, Tim? Do you still do the... <laughs> oh, there it is. Spray me with ketchup again. I, uh, I... Son, you are covered in ketchup and blood. I don't believe you need any more. <laughs> if I'm being perfectly honest, I have no idea what ethnicity you are. There's so much ketchup and blood and, on uh... you. <clears throat> Is it tour time, Santa? It's time for me to bid you all adieu. <gasps> no, Santa, I still haven't sat on your lap. Uh, <clears throat> oh, do, do, do you want? Do you want to? Yes, of course. <clears throat> I have a a, a a a nice list for you. You're welcome to uh, come back to the North Pole with me. Oh, Santa, I thought you never would ask. I feel like I asked you the last time I showed up. But yeah, all right. <laughs> Let's go. And uh, I throw up some, some glitter, like some sparkles, and I just vanish with Trish. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs>
but oh, Trent God. sat on Santa's lap. His north, Santa's north pole. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's more of a south pole. <laughs> uh, stood proud, and the holiday spirit, and that, and that was how you knew the holiday spirit would come for all the little boys and girls all across the world. Because Santa came. And scene. <laughs> Does anybody have a second sketch that we could do? Uh, no. Not this time. Okay, and I guess we scared uh, that guy away. Possible. Ah, uh, man, I miss him. Yeah, yeah he was yay. so cool. That voice. Wow. Oh, I missed this. Huh? Possible. Mm. Yeah. That was that was like a real audiobook voice. Ah. Mm. Like I'm. For a second, I was like, in. "Wait, am I gay?" I wanted to come in as like a narrator, like just for that voice over and over again. Yeah, yeah. Did Did he do any improv with you guys, or? Hey, read a sketch. He mm. read some really great work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, so question, was that the same Santa voice I did before? Was that close enough? It was. It was okay. close it was pretty you similar, did yeah. Job, Tomahawk. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. ho. Yeah, ho. yeah. I was like, what do you do the ho, ho, ho? Just like, I still it, don't know it, why it you can't do another voice that is like that deep. It doesn't come to you? Do what? Another voice that's like that. Uh, it has to be voice. Santa. <laughs> uh, I mean, I have a lot of voices. I, I just mm-hmm. kind of end up doing things sometimes. I, I don't know. Uh, there is a character. If you guys want to listen to the latest episode of my podcast, I'll plug mm-hmm. him now. Uh, I introduced this character named Gary who loves chicken fingers. And I love him. And... My co-host hates him, and that's why I love him so much. Mm. He sounds pretty similar to the guy in the car that uh, in the drive-thru. So he, it's like, a, for instance, one of the things I say in the episode is like, if, if they sell chicken fingers, does that mean a chicken can play guitar? It makes you think, doesn't it? A little Hank Hill in there. Oh, yeah, like. there was definitely some Hank Hill in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What was the thing you said about chicken toes? Oh. <laughs> it was, if they sell chicken fingers, why don't they sell little chicken toesies? Oh, yeah, Blake, oh, the country. Yeah, I can totally hear that. If they have little chicken toesies, how come they don't take little pictures of them little chicken toesies and sell them to me on OnlyFans? It makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, Blake is not as sexy as Santa. I'm just saying. But I think it's just like I'm not really a country fan artist or like fan. Yeah. Well, uh, annoying your podcast co-host is yeah. a time-honored tradition. So I think. That was more the intent of that one. No, <laughs> yeah, taunt him with the Santa. 
Now, I will say, as a something that might entice you to go listen to the episode, mm-hmm. it's Pitch a Podcast, by the way. I'm doing my plugs now, Brian. You can't stop me. Right, we're at the <laughs> show. I can't. Uh, he has a secret surprise last name <laughs> that I will not reveal here, but it reveals a lot about his character. And I, I think that uh, Brian in particular would would love him after Is he knows Shelton? his last name. I will I will uh, not confirm nor deny. I will say that as soon as Brian hears it, he'll be like, "Of course." Yeah. Okay. <sighs> Can I actually call for a scene? I want to do some more improv. Yeah. Let's uh, do. Let's do that. Why not? All right. I want to do something where uh, Trish yep. you are a time traveler mm-hmm. you can be from whenever and you're coming back and you're meeting some old west cowboys and uh, let's just see where that goes <laughs> well <clears throat> go through the swinging doors of the bar <laughs> I'll have a whiskey what? I can't hear you from all the way over there. You gotta come up to the bar and order. Oh. You can't just order at the door. She saunters over with her pudgy keys. <laughs> oh, I'll right. have a whiskey. All right, I'll get you a whiskey. Right. <laughs> oh, wait a cotton picking minute here. You <laughs> ain't from around here, is ya? No, I'm from around here, Bill. You know me. Oh, I'm oh, I'm at all, the bar. That's I'm all, ter- Sorry. I'm all turned around. Ha! Whoa. Uh, you know me. I'm just... Oh, wait. Well, what about this one? You ain't from around here. Me? Well, I'm from around here. In fact, I just live upstairs, and I come down every so often to um, bring somebody upstairs. Oh. Ma'am, <laughs> this, this is a one-story building. What are well, you? I guess they won't be going upstairs. <laughs> but oh, I can always go walk back. That's what we in the biz call bad improv. <laughs> I got all excited there. I thought there was maybe some kind of bordello upstairs all this whole time. <laughs> Ma'am, can I talk to you in private for a second? Everything with me is in private, if you knew. What can I Who do told you about the upstairs? That's a secret part of this building. Who told you? I'm a time traveler, okay? I know everything about what's going to go on. I know everything about what's going to happen. What's going on? <laughs> what do you need from me? So you know everything that's going to happen, and then you follow that up by saying, what's going to happen? What well, I need you to say your line in order for this to segue into what's going to happen. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say. I don't personally believe in time travel, aside from how uh, we all travel through time right now. Uh, so I'm going to predict that you're going to walk back in there and talk to that cowboy in a very um, gloating fashion. Oh, you want it to seem like I pulled you over here to make it seem like you and I are going to do something like sort of indecent. And then I'm going to go in there and like brag that we did something indecent. Well, I said it. 
And now you're going to do it because I predict the future. You didn't actually you didn't <laughs> say it. I I said it in a, in a question. Get in there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fellas. Yeah. Can you tell, can, can tell that I'm excited. Yeah. I'm doing that classic, like, cowboy prospector thing where I swing my arms from side to side real big. Oh, yeah. I think he's yeah. saying the sheriff is near. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> yeah. Hey, sheriff. Nope, I guess he's not near. Okay. Well, well, that was a good shot. Hey, uh. Hey, oh, wait, Greg. that is me. That's me. I'm the sheriff. Oh. Oh, oh you've been sitting in front of me the entire time, huh, buddy? Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. Put your futuristic uh, glasses on, will you? You need these. <laughs> I keep forgetting I'm the sheriff. It, it's only been, I mean, I used to be the, I used to be the deputy until somebody shot the sheriff. They did not shoot the deputy. No, yeah, yeah, we, we we get it. Yeah. yeah. Are you guys going to have a shootout on behalf of me, your uh, damsel in distress? Well, <laughs> Missy, uh, <laughs> I'm just right now just trying to wrap my head around what is what is in sarsaparilla. I mean, what is act what is actually in there? That's what is it made of? It's only the future i see you got your gun out from your house that's a sexy house yeah i got this I, I i used to have one of them normal looking revolvers but they got you know once i became the sheriff i got this got this one i think it's a little too flashy for my you know for me but he does a you know. fancy little gun twist. <laughs> yeah, I've been practicing. Uh, man, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know the. I didn't know I get a more attention from the the women folk having a fancy gun like this. I think the two of you gonna show me some masculinity or what? <laughs> hey fellas, hey fellas, you saying saying we should duel? Oh yeah, what's that? Yeah. Hey, can we have a little a little fella huddle real fast? <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Yeah, why not? Yep. Okay. Uh she told me that she's a time traveler. <laughs> and I asked oh. I asked her to like 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 why? Or to like prove it. Mm -hmm. And she said that I was gonna go in there and gloat because she was a time tra I'm really confused on what she's trying to say. Is she just trying to like seduce us <laughs> while claiming to be a time? Like, she is a human, like breathing woman, and we are people with with penises, and it's it's old times. So, like, it's not going to take that much. She doesn't need to pretend to be interesting. I I just I'm real confused <laughs> about this one. I think we might need to get the town doctor to come in and take a look at her. Well, you, you know, I met a time traveler once. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was down by the river. Uh, there was there was somebody. He he was stark naked, and he he was talking to himself. And I and I said, "Hey there, Mister, what you doing down there? You got the demons in you?" And he's like, "Nah, I'm from the future." And I'm like, 
Well, prove it to me then. And then we cut you know to this he... scene. <laughs> Where did you come from? Where did well, you come from? Prove it to me then. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you just said, right? Uh, but that, yeah, that's what I said. Oh, oh wait a minute! I didn't, I didn't even say it yet. I was just thinking it. That's right. Oh, that's curse. I'm oh, my, from okay. the future. What am I gonna say next then? Some stupid, I bet. <laughs> it was gonna be something stupid. Uh, I was gonna, I was gonna tell you to make me some moonshine, but that that was that wouldn't made any sense. It wouldn't Not have made anything. a lick of sense. That yeah. Uh, yeah, you were dang. You are from the future. Uh, uh, well, That's right. Hey, future guy, what's it like in the future? The same, but worse. Oh, you, you ever been further in the past, like in them medieval times? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Smells real bad. I mean, better, worse than here in the old west. I mean, oh, yeah. well, the the present yeah. west. It. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yep. It's real bad. Wow. Well, that's that progress. I'm, I'm, yeah. Progress. You were just talking about moonshine. Have you ever had sunshine? I Answer never, the question, boy. I, I've, I've only heard tell of it, you know, people whispering things. I never thought it was real. Wow, you got a nice little voice right there, cowboy. <laughs> and you talking what? about moonshine, and that is just the cutest thing ever. <laughs> well, where, 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 wait a minute, where'd you come from? My, I'm just a little old lady walking in on scene. I don't do time traveling or nothing like that now. Okay, if I met two time travelers in one day, I think that that just might make my head explode. We could bundle, 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 bundle. Back we to the original you. scene. Yeah. Oh my goodness, you met that girl before she just came into town today. She is a time traveler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the I, beginning of the story, she wasn't in the story, but then at the end of your story, she was in the story. She changed paths. Yeah. As it, it. Oh my. Oh man, this hurt my brain. It's, she, I guess she changed I guess the before she, while you were talking about the before. <laughs> she, she, she's getting in my head. Now, what are you uh, two do? What are you two talking about over there? Am I gonna see a duel or what? Because you guys been talking in that corner for a while now. <laughs> We've been in a huddle. <laughs> All right. All well, right, fellas. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, well, I feel like we haven't heard from the other man in this huddle over here, yeah, the man in black. Been, he's been pretty quiet. Listen, man. okay, uh, my, my brain's hurting. Um, I feel yeah, like... have water today, buddy. Yeah, I need the water. What, what, I throw what? some whiskey in his face. <laughs> I think that even if she is or is not a time traveler, uh, she's made all of our lives worse by being in it, so we should expel her from this town. I agree, but real fast, I would like to... Who's going to be the woman upstairs? Stop talking about the upstairs, lady. Okay, we're we're plotting to kill you. Could you not interrupt us? Whoa, whoa, whoa. I wasn't planning on killing her. I was just going to run her out of town. That's a big difference. (laughs) Well, wait, she's going to know all of our moves before we even make them. How are we going to outwit her? 
I? Uh, I had a, a time traveling device over here that you could use. Or, okay, instead of her running out of town, we found a different town with a bar. <laughs> Can't escape me forever, oh. you two, three. I mean, it's going to be like a. Are, are you saying we should move to that town or we should set it up to look like this town so it's kind of like a decoy? Fellas, <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> fellas, I think I got it. I think I got this. All right, so here's what we do. Here's what we do. We know that time travel is real. So we will study time travel, and then once we have cracked time travel, we will come back to now and just stop her. Actually, no, we'll go to when she came from, and we'll stop her from coming back to bother us. How's that? I think we should just find another town that she's not in. Then she'll just, she'll just go to before or go to when we're there. She's a time traveler. I'm everywhere. Everywhere you want to be. Uh-huh. Lady, Ma- you... You <laughs> suck and we all hate you. Okay? <laughs> well, I'd say it to your face, right? Suck? Well, that's a different thing, isn't it? Do you I have hate a cowboy you. fetish? You're awful. You're, the You're a terrible person. <laughs> I want you out of my life, okay? okay I, I'm going to walk I, out of this door and pretend you never said that. She sashays out of the doors. Sashays away. Uh, well, well, hang on now. Maybe we have been a little too hasty here. Maybe we're looking a gift horse in the mouth. I mean, if we have a time traveler, you know, on our side, you know, doing things to help us out, if we can convince her, you know, wouldn't that give us a little bit of an advantage here in this in this here desolate part of the old country west? I would rather die than hear her say two words. Why okay. is she trying to seduce us? I don't here. understand. <laughs> What's her plan? Well, I I, I heard uh, that in the future, people are going to be less inhibited, and they won't have all the strict rules and Bible study things that we do today. And people, you know, so that she just she's just a free spirit. How do you know about the future? And I heard about it from that naked guy down by the river. I, I left some parts we, we out. cut back that. to that. So you're saying you're not wearing any clothes because in the future nobody cares about clothes because nobody, nobody has any inhibition is what you're saying. What I'm saying is that it's hot. And I, oh, okay. I don't feel like wearing clothes right now. Uh, why, why would it be any hotter than it is now right here in the desert? <sighs> Is there some kind of global uh, situation happening that causes the weather to get hotter? I don't know. I'm a scientist. Oh well, how? how so you can you can time travel, but you don't you don't even know nothing about the science of how you did it, how you That's did correct. all that. Oh, so it's Look, anybody can, I can do it. I can ride a train. I can't build a train. Did you buy a ticket to come back here? No. This? Who sent you back here? Did you come back here on your own? You want to know who sent me? I mean, 
it's all the same to you, I'd actually, I'd actually right. like to go with you. Buddy, I'll tell you who's sinner. Lean yeah. in close, and I'll whisper it in your ear. All right. Well, you're you're kind of a little, kind of like, I don't want to get wet. You're kind of in the, kind of knee deep in the river there. I, I, get in close, and I'll tell I'll, you. All right. All right. I'm just gonna. All right. I'm gonna step up on this uh, this log here. Right. I want to get my boots wet. All right. Person who sent me back. Yeah. It was your mama. <laughs> what? Is that some kind of? Is that a joke? My mama. My mama died six years ago. And people must laugh at the weirdest things in the future. I don't even oh, understand. Buddy. Buddy, I told you I'm a time traveler. I'm from the past, idiot. What? I came what? from the past. You came from the past? That's right. Oh. What? So all that stuff you said about what's going to happen in the future, that was, you just made all that up? That's right. And we cut back to the original scene. <laughs> Well, well, I think that, that guy yeah. was just messing with you. Yeah, yeah I, I was going to say, he's just yeah. crazy, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now that I'm saying it out loud, I, I realize it probably wasn't that helpful after all. So, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, Sad to me like that guy couldn't choose between doing a Yo Mama joke and a D's Nuts joke. <laughs> Seems like you landed on the right one, though. Yeah, well, I feel like those jokes are real out of fashion these days, but maybe they'll come back into fashion sometime in the future. Oh, let's ask let's ask the time travel lady. Hey, lady? Yeah. What are these? What are what, dear? Oh, oh. Just say it again, say it again. What, what are these? What are these? <laughs> These nuts. Oh, got him. Oh, 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 now that's a knee slapper. Uh, <laughs> and scene. <laughs> this is your improv and sketch comedy open mic, Cold Reads. Thank you for listening all the way. A uh, huge thank you to Tom Hawk and Mesh and Trish, and Tossable for your cameo, I guess. If if Tossable doesn't come back, I I don't think I can keep going, Brian. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Uh, any, any last things that you want to declare? Well, I do declare. <laughs> well, I never. Um, uh, check out Pitch a Podcast. It's on... Spotify. It's on Apple. Uh, we pitch ideas for podcasts, and then we improvise a silly little scene of each one. I'm still trying to get Trish and 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 other people on this show, uh, and Trish, and uh, mm-hmm. I still haven't heard from Trish. <clears throat> uh, it's fine. It's fine. Email. What is that email? Pitch a pod- <laughs> it's pitch a podcast at Gmail. It's the name of my show at Gmail. Very good. But hey, we uh, we need guests. Uh, we just want people to come on and uh, goof around with us. Um, we record over Zoom. 
as long as you have like a semi-decent setup and you're cool with me and Stu seeing you, that's all you need. Uh, and video versions will probably be on the way soon. And Brian will be on an upcoming episode. Oh, Brian, Brian, I wanted to tell you. Uh, so I was talking to Brian about coming on for a very special episode of Petra Podcast. And it was because I had uh, last year, last April, I signed up to do a weight loss thing through this uh, app called Healthy Wage. And I essentially bet $800 that I would lose 50 pounds last year by December uh, 19th. And if I won, if I lost that much weight, I'd get my money back with some more money on top of it. And if I didn't lose the weight, my $800 was gone forever. I won the weight loss thing. So, uh, Good just for you. Tossing it. Thank you. I'm I'm yeah. gorgeous now. Brian, Trish, whenever whenever you see me, is Mesh here? Yeah, I am here. Yeah. I okay. I was thrown off because I didn't see Mesh on the screen. It's a different name. <laughs> I was like, I like I know you. I've been on here enough that I'm like I know you. <laughs> I, I have doubt. Oh, that's. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been interesting. I mean, yeah, if I was a yeah. different person. <laughs> uh, um, but my intent was to use the money, some of the money from that, to get a few of the people that have been guests on Pitch a Podcast before to come on, and it was going to be an, a special episode. Instead of called Pitch a Podcast, it was going to be called Pitch a Game Show, in which I came ooh. up with silly ideas for game shows, and the winner received a cash money prize. Yeah. I'm not going to say how much it was. It wasn't going to be like a huge number, uh, but it was going to be like a sizable amount, like a decent thing that you'd want to win. Um, but unfortunately, my car up and died, and now I need to save every penny I have. So oh. I'm sorry, oh. Brian. You lost the shot at winning uh, a game show. Oh, oopsies. <laughs> but you're still welcome to come on. So, yes, email me, pitchapodcast at gmail, even if you're just a listener to Cold Reads and you want to come on. Uh, I will now shut up and let other people talk. Yeah. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> so with that, I think that's everything, right? Oh, 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 that's everything. Hmm. All right, Mesh, you're going to host the Saturday Jam? Yes. Yeah, that's right. Saturday Jam on oozbear.com, 5 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, Tom Hawk, you're going to be there? Uh, maybe. What time is it again? <laughs> uh, 5 p.m. Eastern, Saturdays. Ooh, uh, I don't think so, no. I, I work till 8.30 that day. Okay, well, no worries. Support. Support my podcast so I can quit my day job and do this more often. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'd love to. <laughs> it's a dream. Mm-hmm. It's a dream for all of us. Improv full-time, and then and then it becomes just the job, and then we start to hate improv. That's the dream. Yep. That's the dream. <laughs> Trish, any last words? Uh, ho, ho, ho. Ho, ho, ho. I love you, Trish. (laughs) 
like the epilogue on the North Pole. Like, <laughs> we'll have that other scene. I do like that as a post credits for this show. <laughs> <laughs> Melt this igloo down. <laughs> hey, Brian, uh, I know it's time to end the show. Do you know what other time it is? <laughs> what other time is it, Brian? He does a voice for Brian. <laughs> Clobbering. No, you're no. close, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? I think Brian left. <laughs> he di- he didn't shut down the thing, but he left. <laughs> Bye, Brian. See you next time. <laughs> I will not leave. <laughs> no. Oh. I see. I see what yes. you're going for now. Yes, yes. I thought it was just Brian losing his mind because I, I brought back this dumb bit. <laughs> it might have been that. I don't know. <laughs> I, could. I think I might have killed Brian. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Mesh. Yeah, morbid time will have to come yeah. at another time. <laughs> yeah. So where so. are you from? <laughs> uh, Well... Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm from Ohio. Ohio. Interesting. Yeah. I'm from yeah. North Carolina. Oh. Interesting. Is is this what people from Ohio sound like to you? Like is this what's like the thickest <laughs> accent for like someone from Ohio? Could you uh, uh like that? It's interesting. Ohio has a fairly neutral accent. So they actually send people like people that do local news in different places they send them to Ohio, specifically Columbus, Ohio, because they that's considered the most neutral accent in America. Apparently. Interesting, interesting. So. Do I sound southern to you? Not particularly. Your, your accent is fairly neutral. There are a few words you say sometimes that, if I really were thinking about it, might clue me into that. You uh, ye- that but. Yeehaw. Yeah, back when we were cowboys. Dead, yeah. dead yeah. giveaway. No, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, there's like little things. It, it's interesting. Like uh, when I saw Markiplier on YouTube for the first time, I, yeah. I, some, something seemed really oddly familiar, and I was like, I, I was like looking. I was like, I've never seen any of his videos before. I've heard, his, but and I, and then like finally I looked at his Wikipedia, and it said he's from Cincinnati, Ohio. But ah, it makes sense because he sounds like people that I grew up with. You know, like, uh. Uh, so. Uh, yeah, it's it's very odd, but I don't think anyone else would realize it unless you're from Ohio, but yeah. <laughs> I like us introducing the Cold Reads after show. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like, it was accidental. Like Brian oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This yeah, definitely was. But, <laughs> now, you know, why not? I love the yeah. idea of Brian listening to this in the future and just being like, oh, man, oh, God. <laughs> What the hell? I'm just gonna edit this. <laughs> <laughs> ah. uh, so I know you do the. You said the Saturday night jam, right? Yeah. 
is that do you post that anywhere other than Uzbear? Like, I know. Oh, uh, I ha- I've been meaning to. I-, I haven't been keeping up with writing descriptions on them, but once I do, I will be put it like the Uzbear Public podcast gets pushed to like iTunes or like a what is it, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it should it, it should get pushed to there once I like properly label them. But yeah, like what? Yeah. Like I know this is cold reads. Does uh, your jam have a show? Like, no, like a title, it, I mean? No, it's just called The Saturday. It, 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 so originally, Uzbear had, the, the creator of Uzbear used to run a, the Monday Jam and the Saturday Jam at, mm-hmm. as just like regular events to get people interested in the platform. Uh, but then he couldn't do the Saturday Jam anymore, so somebody else took it over. And then he couldn't do it anymore, so I took it over. And actually now, the creator of Uzbear can't do the Monday Jam every week, so I sometimes also do the Monday Jam, so... Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah. So, so uh, what? Yeah. What happens at these jams for like someone that's never been to uh, them? Yeah. So it's uh we you so basically the format was sort of started by the Eric the creator who was there. It was basically like one hour of short form is usually how it goes. So if if it's if there's like a lot of people that are new to improv, we might do more like sort of learning improv kind of games and stuff Mm -hmm. Uh, but if it's more veterans then we do more you know just different short form games uh people have ideas for games that they want to play uh they can bring them too but you know usually we just sort of do some some uh i guess just open like an open set of just short form games and then in the second half we usually transition into doing long form like kind of like what we do here on cold reads in between the sketches, I guess. Uh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Like, I do a lot of, like, podcast stuff. I got some stuff that's in the works, and I am i haven't yeah. been able to publish yet. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm always curious about what other people got going on. But, yeah, you should yeah. find, you should find like, a marketable title for, for that <laughs> jam so you can make it more, be like, <laughs> check out our show on, on, on whatever. Yeah. I had some ideas for other show. Like I wanted to teach a kind of a an improv class kind of thing, and mm-hmm. I had some ideas for names for that. But oh, like what? I, oh, I'm not gonna say them yet. we are not ready yet. <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, I can tell. I can tell you host podcast because you're you're like you already got me like talking just <laughs> just off the cuff. <laughs> so it's like wow. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like if yeah, you give no, me something, I might be able to help you spitball. Oh uh, no, no, no! I, it's, it's, it's not ready. It's not ready yet. It's, not, it's, not, it's my it's my creative process. It's not. Uh, <laughs> it, it, it hasn't it hasn't uh, broke soil yet. You know, like it's kind of uh, still in the mm-hmm. roots or whatever. <laughs> yeah, like so. Like, I'm also working on like uh, as a for my other show, Petra Podcast. Uh, we yep. will. Uh, do a warm up before we actually start the show. You know, just get mm. the improv juices flowing. Yeah, yeah. Um, and something we've been doing recently is to like inspire a scene. I would just be like, "Hey, Stu, choose a year, and then I will Google that year in film, and I'll be like, give me a number, uh. like one to twenty, because Google will have like." film titles and like little synopses mm. of movies that came out that year 
So, like, especially these movies from, like, you know, 1913 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we just use that title. It's like, this is that movie. So, like, titles fade yeah. in. And then, like, we just improvise what we think the plot of that movie would be. And it's so much fun. I love it almost yeah. as much as the main show, and I'm thinking about maybe just spinning it off into its own thing. Huh. But yeah. I have no idea what to call the show. Because uh-huh. uh, recently, like we we were only doing like classic movies, old movies. Um, my one of the, yeah. my favorite ones from that was like the the whole damn family and the damn dog. It was D A M. Uh, oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's a great scene where like the husband comes home from work and he talks to his wife briefly and she's like you need to talk to the damn dog and like he goes in it's a dog's playing poker type of scene but uh, there may have been beavers or something I don't remember but like I was like I think this could be something especially like with sound effects and when I added in uh, but uh, the other day we were doing a scene and we were working on what uh, it was Instead of doing one from the past, we did a movie that's coming up soon. And I'm like, oh, that might be interesting. So we improvised the plot of mm-hmm. Aquaman 2, The Lost City, I think is the name <laughs> uh-huh. of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. And it's, I was like, I think this could be a podcast. But I have no idea yeah. what to call it. Any any suggestions? <laughs> Well, well, first of all, yeah, I think that idea has some legs to it. Um, Just like the character well, Aquaman, he has legs. Yeah, <laughs> vestigial. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> what, what, yeah. What if they made like a, like a kind of a anatomically accurate like uh, marine creature Aquaman? Uh, I, <laughs> uh, I anyway. <laughs> I don't know how to say this other than just like. Man is a creature, and Jason Momoa is anatomically correct. <laughs> well, okay, no, uh, yeah, the way I phrased that probably yeah. didn't make a lot of sense, but yeah, but you know, obviously, like a human form doesn't make any sense underwater. I guess. Is, 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 uh, <laughs> so, so you want like a superhero that just is a fish? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have to be fish. It just, you know, it just has to make sense biologically. I, I personally <laughs> love the idea of there just being a superhero fish. Like, yeah. like a fish who can swim through air. It's not flying. He works. He has to swim in the same way that other like that fish go mm-hmm. underwater. It's the same movement, but through the air. I think that's great. And he's like, he's telepathic, and he he should still uh-huh. be able to talk. He's got a real gruff voice, just a real. <sighs> I love it. I like. Oh, we need to work on this character. <laughs> Uh, I think we found yeah. the thing that's going to make us millionaires. I mean, there's, yeah, I mean, there's, I, I think, I mean, if, if that fish, what was, what was that, uh, what was that Guillermo del Toro movie? If that, if that ah, movie can win an Oscar, yeah if, that, yeah, if that can win an Oscar, then this character can, can, I think, inspire the children of the next generation uh, <laughs> Do you think The Shape of Water inspired the children of the current generation? Uh, I, I actually haven't seen it. I do. I've been meaning to see it, I guess, because it's a bit. But yeah, but it, it, it's really interesting that he basically took the character from Hellboy and made him 
more less <laughs> like human and I, I don't know it, it's just like you know that lady bangs the fish dude right <laughs> i mean yeah that, that's yeah everybody i guess that's like that's all i know about it is like it's apparently yeah. a good movie it's like the cold war and lady bangs the fish dude and uh like it won an oscar so it's like well if that can win an oscar mm. that should inspire that itself should inspire anyone to achieve anything that they want to achieve i just really like the mental image of somebody sitting in a movie theater watching the shape of water watching a lady bang the fish man and they're just like finally a movie to inspire the children (laughs) (laughs) i'm seeing myself on the screen for the first time it's finally here representation is so Mm -hmm. important Mm -hmm. uh yeah uh, but yeah, as far as the name of your podcast, I think uh, something. Uh, okay, so, so you're taking existing titles, right? Existing so, titles. Existing titles. Oh, title we should call door. it established titles. Established titles. Hmm. And like, title gore was the first thing that popped in my head, but I, I guess it doesn't really. People might think it's only gore, like it's only horror movies or something. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> title, huh? Title, <laughs> title yeah. wave. <laughs> yeah, here's a, like I have so many podcasts that I want to do, right? Yeah. And this is this is one that I'm like I'm kind of already doing anyway. I just have to sit down and edit. I want to tell you about some other shows that I'm that are in active development with me. Hmm. Keep in mind, I don't have a successful one yet. Uh, so, well, I'm wor- you never I'm know work- which one's going to hit. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm working on a D and D style podcast. Ooh. Uh, it's set in the modern day with the my main characters. The my cast is uh, Greek gods who have mm. come to Earth for vacation, and they have their powers stolen, and they have to, like, go on a quest to get their powers back so they can level back up. Mm. I think it's going to be called Out of Olympus. So if you're out there, and no. you know, that sounds interesting to you, I need somebody to come in and play the character of Hera. If mm. that is intriguing, knowing no one will ever listen this far in. Like not even Brian yeah. from this far in. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting actually. Brian Brian has managed to get a a, a fairly sizable audience for Cold Re- I mean, like compared to the other stuff on Uzbear, his stuff gets way more listens, like like in the hundreds, you know. So mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. I'm not sure who these people are that are listening, but I mean, if you know, appreciate I guess the. For the uninitiated, I want to tell people about what Brian Brian's process is. Because mm. uh, for a while, I was reaching out to Brian to promote some videos uh, for Pitch a Podcast. Mm-hmm. And I will... This might even sound like an insult. I'm not trying to insult Brian. This is 100% like a compliment toward Brian. So, Brian, if you hear this, I am not trying to hurt your feelings. Uh, so... I would reach out to Brian and be like, hey, uh, could you promote this stuff for me? And he would go on to Reddit and probably some other social medias and mm-hmm. just like, I don't want to use the word spam. He would try and find 
as many tangentially related things to the video or whatever as possible. And peop hmm. certain people definitely thought it was spam, and they would say very negative things, uh -huh. uh, like especially like with our show, and it would drive me crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Because, like, I am very much the type of person, like, I am not here to, like, upset anybody. If I feel like I've made somebody mad, my day on the whole is going to be ruined. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but Brian just has a much, like, thicker skin. And that it, it's definitely <laughs> the type of thing that he's really good about getting the podcast name out there, getting it in front of as many eyes as possible. Because I, mm -hmm. I love the process of, like, actually recording the podcast. I like editing. I do a lot of editing. Um, but, like, as far as, like, social media engagement, like, actually trying to get eyes on what I've got going on, I'm awful. I, I, I do a terrible job. Mm. And Brian definitely uh, done wonders with, with this show, I think. Um yeah. I mean, all, uh, any publicity is good publicity, right? That's what they say. Right. That is what they say, for sure. Like, I haven't heard Brian talk about it in a while, but uh, buy Cold Reads merch, Sean Zazzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, he didn't mention it today. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. um, yeah. Also, something I don't think he's talked about is, like, uh, at least I haven't heard him mention recently. If somehow... Uh, this does get out and uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. this is a broad audience listening to this. If you're a writer or you know a writer and they're trying to do some like comedy sketches or they got a funny scene to write and they want to just hear some people do it, get some feedback on it. Uh, send mm. that into cold reads. Mm, yeah. Like it, you do not have to improvise to have your stuff read on the show. And if you have a deep, sexy voice like uh, what was Tossable, you can <laughs> you can read you can read be a reader as well. I read. It drives me crazy that I don't know that guy's name. <laughs> like hmm. that guy has to do something professionally with a voice like that in the voice industry, right? Hmm. I, I I didn't hear him. He, he, I guess he left before uh, I got here. Yes. <laughs> you have, you're going to have to listen back to this. Like I huh. said, wow, you have like an audiobook voice. And he said, chapter one. And I was just like, <laughs> ugh. Hmm. I, I've tried to get into that kind of game before because like you've heard me do several voices on here. Yep. I, I yep. love doing voice work when I can. Yeah, and you have I've, quite a quite a repertoire. I yes, admit, thank you. Know, you. From what I've heard, yes. Um, and I'm just like, ugh. If I had that guy's voice, <laughs> <laughs> I would never shut up. Uh, read. That, read I have this. Daddy. I have this voice that uh, fifty percent of people think sounds gay. <laughs> the other fifty percent <laughs> hmm. don't. But like. Hmm. Yeah, it didn't. I mean, I. I mean, I. You know, I. Obviously. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 
not that I was like, yeah, it it didn't come to my mind at all until you brought it up. So like, yeah, it didn't read <laughs> read one way or the other to me, I guess. So. Like some people are like, uh, not in particular, but then other people are like, oh yeah, Tom Mack is big gay voice. <laughs> um, in my bedroom, I have a Sandy, <laughs> of okay. Harley Quinn. Okay. Oh, okay. Right. I was, well, I was like, where's this going? <laughs> uh, like, yes, <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's nearly life size. I think the standee is like an inch or two shorter than the actual Margot Robbie. Mm-hmm. Um, an inch or two. Okay. I went to, when I purchased this. I was at a, a shop out and about in like a strip mall. Um, I worked right across the street at a movie theater at the time, and one of my coworkers at the movie theater, his family owned this shop that was selling the standee, and he uh, mm-hmm. was bouncing back and forth between the two places. I, I go in, I see the, it's Suicide Squad era, Mar- Margot Robbie, Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. And I am making nothing but sex jokes about me buying this because like, obviously I'm going to make jokes like that because like, why else would I be wanting to take a life-size <laughs> cut out of Margot Robbie home with me? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. After doing this for like 10, 15 minutes in the shop, uh, my friend from the movie theater comes in after I have left, goes up and talks to his brother, the cashier that rung me out, and said, some gay guy bought the Harley Quinn stick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, later, oh. the guy found out that was me. And he's just like, I, I don't know why he thought you were gay. So... <laughs> I guess it's just the voice. Like I've had people say it's a voice thing. I don't know. Hmm. I mean, he did. did he did. He, he saw you in person, though, too, mm-hmm. right? Or he did. He did. Huh. He saw me in person. I, I feel like I've seen you. I mean, I've I've seen little clips of. Uh, I haven't watched an entire episode of Pitch a Podcast yet, but I've seen heartbreaking. Yeah. <laughs> I think I saw your short film too, the one with the bananas. Ah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, I think I purchased a thousand bananas for that video. Oh wow! Yeah, it's a good investment. A lot of potassium. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's healthy. Um. All the people yeah. in the credits that are listed as producers or executive producers uh, or friends mm-hmm. and family in my life that I went to and asked them to donate money to my banana fund. I said that if they donated oh. more than twenty dollars to the banana fund. I would write them down as an executive producer, but oh, wow. anything less than that was just a producer. That, that's, that's like even better than a Kickstarter or a GoFundMe right. or <laughs> a banana fund. Yeah. Do, do you do you watch or have you seen Arrested Development? I have watched uh, Arrested Development. Yeah, okay, there's yeah. always money in that banana stand. Yeah, that was the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's. Yeah, I, I was really proud of that video. I made that uh, for a class in college. Oh, okay. Student film. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. Um, but hey, now I'm not a student and I'm working on a film. Oh. Uh, do you got any uh, other projects going on aside from the improv stuff you got through uh, Uzbear? Hmm. Do you uh, do improv in your real life? I actually don't. I, I, like before the pandemic, I took a beginner class. And then when the pandemic started, I found Uzbear. Or actually, the teacher of that class recommended Uzbear uh, wow. to the students. Uh, that you know, oh, you could do this during the pandemic, and uh, yeah, I haven't really done any improv outside of that, I, or I've been to like other classes and stuff online and stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. 
yeah, I haven't really, I haven't really posted anything, or yeah, I haven't really done anything that like I've put out there yet. Uh, Are there although, things that yeah. you want that you're planning to put out there? Like what what's on the back burner uh, for you? Well, I I mean, you've read some of my sketches, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like I I'm obviously like I'm not great at writing sketches yet, but I do want to learn. Like I do, I feel like I have a lot of ideas for sketches and things like that, and like maybe mm-hmm. short films and stuff. Uh, but I, I, yeah, I feel like I need to really like up my game as far as writing and stuff. Uh, you know, like, yeah, I just feel like I need a lot, like more practice, uh, as far as like just the skill of writing and, and like just putting ideas mm-hmm. together in a way that makes sense. And then, yeah. So, uh, yeah. So, <laughs> so if you got to, uh, like exactly where you wanted to be writing wise, like if you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. I've nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, what would you want to do with that? Like, mm-hmm. do you want to be a like a, a writer for like SNL or like, <laughs> where are you hoping this mm-hmm. takes you? I'm not sure. So, like, it's fine if this I, is just a fun thing you do on the side. There's no pressure that way, you know. True. Yeah. I you know I I have had ideas that I feel like could make interesting maybe like a web series or something like mm-hmm. maybe maybe like like an animated thing or something like that but uh, yeah but then I'd have I, I also have to learn about animation <laughs> so, uh, so yeah uh, but uh, yeah I'm not, I'm, not sure, I'm actually not sure like like it is definitely just a hobby for me I guess uh, right right now but uh, yeah, yeah, but I, you know, I think I think there's I think maybe there's something I could do down the line. But I'm definitely like I'm 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 one of those people that uh, has no problem just like learning things from the ground up, you know, mm-hmm. like uh, so. You know, like even though I've done been doing improv for like a couple of years now on Uzbear, you know, the audio improv, uh, I still feel like I'm kind of a beginner at it. So it's and. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I just yeah. Um, I have taken some writing seminar or like some uh, what do you call it like writing workshop things that I went mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'm I'm still in that. Maybe this is this is just my personality type, but I'm I, I'm one of those people that probably waits too long to pull the trigger on things. Like I'm like, oh, I, I need to build my skills and I need to like really get everything right, uh, but but it is something I'm aware of as being like something that could be problematic where <laughs> I just never pull the trigger on anything. So I see that's somebody to think of, something to think about. too. <laughs> kind of tangentially related to that. And I'm not trying to like just come out at, this isn't directly at you. This is just something that I think is uh, something helpful to keep in mind for all writers, mm. especially in comedy. Yeah. Uh, this is just something I found in my experience. Feel free to uh, disregard this because it's not like I'm successful. As previously stated, I work at Target. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, but I find that a lot of the um, <clears throat> comedy sketches that I end up reading on the internet, um, the jokes aren't spaced enough apart. Uh, no, I'm sorry. They're based mm. too far apart. That's that, that's what I meant to say. Mm. Um, like, you don't need 
six lines to set up a punchline. I think mm. for me, the ideal comedy scene is there is a joke every line or every two lines. Like, just set them up, knock them down, keep it going for as long as you can. Like, with Arrested Development, you know how yeah. they... Like, yeah. you know how, like, they'll take a bit, and then they'll twist it, and then they'll twist it again? I can't think of a good example off the top of my head, ironically, but, like, Arrested Development's really good with, like, just, like, like the running gags in Arrested Development, like, uh, like the Lucille, followed yeah. up by Lucille 2, oh, followed yeah. up by, They're really good uh, with he the gets word, his hand bit off by, like, a Lucille. Yeah. And <laughs> in other shows, you don't get that additional loose seal joke. It's mm-hmm. normally yeah. just there's two he's dating somebody with the same name as his mom and that's silly. Haha. And yeah. if it was Big Bang Theory, that'd be the entire joke. And they'd yeah. probably play it several times. But being able to yeah. like move it forward, twist it. Like uh, a fun writing exercise I've found is like just take a premise Take two characters um, and just twist it as severely as you can. Like, make the scene take a sharp left turn with every line. Now, the intent Mm. of this exercise is not to be good. It's not to make a good scene. It is to free yourself from the constraints of what the scene needs to be. Mm. See how many times you can twist the expectation and hey maybe it might be good you know do you have yeah. any good like uh writing advice that you've found in your time <laughs> uh working here on cold reads uh well like i said I, yeah my uh writing level is not uh that uh developed but um but yeah I mean, what, what, actually what, what you said made a lot of sense uh, as far as the dens- like density of jokes and and uh and that that does seem like a cool exercise uh, that also kind of that also works, I think, in improv as well. Uh, but as far as other advice, I think uh, one well, one thing I think is maybe just reading script. Uh, like I like, well, well for, for two reasons. For like so, for one is to see how the you know professional writers sort of write scripts, but also it it um it, it's also kind of uh motivating because uh you know i i read this like the first time i wanted i i wanted to read like a comedy movie script to sort of see mm-hmm. how those are written and, and i the, the one i land, well i saw like a thing that had an alphabetical list of scripts on the internet that you could just download and the one near the top was austin powers uh so i read that script and what was interesting is i guess maybe that this is unique to that one because like mike myers has like an snl background and stuff but that that movie is written very much like a series of sketches and uh you know each scene is almost like a little mini sketch and there's like little jokes in in there and 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 what was interesting is is you know on the whole I think Austin Powers is, is a is a really remarkable franchise or like the character Austin Powers and what Mike Myers did with that char- you know 
the Doctor Evil and all this stuff is very iconic stuff, you know, like it's part of you know the culture now. Uh, but when you look at the script, you look at those individual jokes on the page. It's almost you almost start to think, hey, you know, I could have come up with that joke. You know, if I mm-hmm. had a story with this scenario, I could have come up with that joke. You know, maybe not. I could maybe I couldn't string this many jokes together right off the bat, like uh, you know, or it would have taken some time to get there. But uh, but yeah, the, the individual jokes on their own, when you see them on the page, uh, you see it seems more plausible that uh, you know that you can you as a beginner writer can get there. You know, I guess mm-hmm. that makes sense. Like, uh, I I definitely see value in like you need to read in order to like learn to write you know mm. yeah like it sounds obvious when when you say it out loud because like of yeah. course you do otherwise like what are you doing you know like uh for instance <clears throat> um uh la- last year i started uh working on my movie I'm working on a screenplay. It's going to be like a feature length movie mm, as opposed to a lot of the yeah. other. Yeah. Is, it a, is, it, is it like a comedy or a drama or it, like a it's gonna, <laughs> It's going to be a uh, horror comedy. Horror comedy. Gotcha. Now, I, I'm still trying to figure out exactly the tone. Like, I can't think of a movie that has the exact tone of like what I'm planning to do with it. It's mm. it's a so me and my uh, best friend move into my recently deceased grandfather's house, and spooky things start happening. Now we notice that the spooky things are happening, and we talk to each other and we go, you know, this house is creepy, it's unsettling. So I think we only really have one option here. And that is to host a murder mystery themed dinner party for all our friends and really utilize this creepy house to its advantage, to our advantage. And we invite the friends over and like it starts out as like a fun night. And then uh, essentially demons or whatever start killing off people in the party. And Mm -hmm. then uh, people grow more suspicious of each other. To the point that they think that me and my friend are serial killers. And uh, I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah. But so the what I'm struggling with, not struggling, um, what I'm hoping I can balance is this tone between like me. M- the majority of the humor in the movie comes from the fact that me and my friend are a, a completely different type of movie than everybody else. Um, have you seen Community? I, I I haven't really watched it much, but I I mean I've seen like bits and pieces. Are you familiar with the uh, characters Troy and Abed? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so imagine Troy and Abed invite their group over for a dinner party, and the house that they get invited to is the house from The Conjuring. Uh, okay. And then everybody okay, yeah. except Troy and Abed get killed off. <laughs> like that's uh-huh. the that's kind of what I'm aiming for is yeah. that whenever <laughs> me and my friend aren't on screen, it is a pure horror movie. 
It is only a comedy when we're on screen and we're it's present like the, for the, what's happening. The unwitting, the unwitting duo. Yeah. Cacophony happening mm-hmm. around them. <laughs> like the reason that there's two of us is that um, it gives both of them the sort of plausible deniability for not knowing what's going on because they both think that the other person's just like added a layer to it. Like the first person that dies is a character who they hired off a Craigslist type website to just mm. be their sort of Mr. Body for the night. He's like, they pay him $75 to like introduce himself at the beginning and be like, welcome to my house. And then the lights are supposed to go out and he's supposed to just drop dead. And that's the mystery that they're supposed to solve for the party. But the lights go mm. out and like a demon just ripped his head off. <laughs> so when the lights come back up, everybody's like, whoa. And they're just like, huh. My good buddy paid for, like, a special effects budget, apparently. <laughs> what a great guy. <laughs> that's uh, kind of, like, the what I'm going for here. And I'm not trying to make it all about my, my screenplay. I, it's just the thing I've put most of my effort into recently, so it's definitely something that's just on the forefront of my mind. Um, yeah. No, no, it, no, yeah, it, it's actually cool hearing I, I love hearing about people that are that, when they're in the beginning stages of, of a project like this uh, yeah. and yeah it, it it reminds me like what's happening with the two characters reminds me a little bit of the movie uh the man who knew too little which ah. uh, there's a remake with bill murray but yeah mm-hmm. uh, but, uh yeah i don't know because <laughs> like yeah it's like things are happening for real but the he the main character is not aware that it's for real i guess Right. There is there's definitely some of that in there. I like I guess I'm trying to balance these tones between like the conjuring like insidious and then also throwing in some vibes of like clue. Like the yes. movie clue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. The, I mean, yeah. The clue the clue uh connection is fairly obvious, I guess. Yeah, yeah scenario, because but... it's a murder mystery type of thing. Um I was uh, watching some of that tonight. Good movie. Oh, but uh, what I was trying to get to before was that reason I brought up the whole movie thing was I've been chipping away at the screenplay and I'll stop and I'll just stare at the page and be like, am I not adding like enough scene direction? Like Mm. I've seen scripts in the past that are like kind of flowery in the prose. And like, I'll try and add in some of that sometimes but sometimes, like, you need the screenplay to just read, like, uh, it's a dead body. Or, like, it's just very flat. They walk to the next room. That kind of just very boring sentence structure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how – am I not adding enough? Do I need to add more just to make this feel more like a script? And for Christmas, my brother got me a physical copy – of um, the Avengers in-game script. Mm. The, uh, yeah, mm. the in-game screenplay. Uh, uh, is, it, is it like uh, bound like a book or something? Or <laughs> uh, It's bound with like the classic like uh, bronze pins that like... Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, um, gotcha. And honestly, like just reading over this and being like, this is in-game... And seeing that, like, not, not at what I'm writing 
stylistically isn't as far off as I was scared it would be, you know? So sometimes mm. you need the validation of just reading to be like, oh, yeah, I can write. Mm. In the yeah, same and, way and, that, like... And the, uh, I was going to say real quick, like, Endgame probably on. had, like, 20 different writers work on it, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Like, I know it's credited by just the two, but I'm sure they brought in people <laughs> for rewrites and punch-ups and whatnot. Um like, you know, I'm not anticipating this movie to be, like, groundbreaking or anything. Like, mm. I feel like it's important to sort of set our sights for what we want to do realistically, but then do our best to surpass those expectations. Mm. Um, like, yeah. now, just me, a nobody with no budget on the internet saying, I'm going to make a movie. That could easily... <laughs> turn into Birdemic or <laughs> or The Room or like just something awful that will become like a meme or worse, just <laughs> forgotten, you know? Yeah. Well, I think... it, uh, uh, oh, go, go ahead, sorry, sorry. No, no, do, no please. Oh, uh, I, I, I was just going to say like uh, uh, if you've heard of uh, the He's the guy on YouTube, Joel Joel Haver. Um, yeah, Joel Haver. Yeah, of, yeah. He he is he he does a thing every year now where he has mm-hmm. people like shoot a, a, I think a feature length film in in twenty four hours or something like that. He, or and, and then it's during the Oscars. Oh, during the Oscars. That's right. Yes, yes, that thing. Yes. And then and then he watches them all, or he, mm-hmm. I guess him and his his friends and stuff watch them all or something. <laughs> I definitely wanted to do that this year, but I ran out of, I didn't get like the, I didn't know about it that far ahead of time. I didn't have anybody to sort of make it with. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, that's a bummer. Cause I, <laughs> I live for that kind of thing. I did the 48 hour film festival in my city. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. that long ago. And I'm like, ah, yeah, it's amazing. Um, I don't know if you're much of like, like a film production guy. I love, that feeling of like, okay, uh, let's figure out how to make this film thing work. Like, it, it definitely sounds like a lot of fun. I, I've never done that kind of thing, but but yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah, it definitely sounds uh, yeah, like it, like you know, you don't get any sleep for a couple of nights, but you know, it's all worth it, right? <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> like uh, that forty-eight hour film festival. Whew, that was that was a rough time. Like we went in. We had a game plan of, like, how we were going to schedule it. And, like, we kind of had a general idea of, like, who was going to do what, that kind of thing. Um, mm. uh, one of the... And then it all goes out the window. Mm-hmm. I, well, <laughs> well, here's what happened. Here's what happened. Uh-huh. So uh, yeah. we had an actress uh, named Sam. She is trans, right? Mm-hmm. And trans Sam, trans trans Sam. Um, Mm -hmm. Sam was going to be our main character pretty much from the get go because uh, like we were talking it over and Sam, she brought up, she's like, you know, if we have a trans main character in our movie, like if we're trying to go like for like award baby, that's probably a good way to go just with where the 
socio-climate is right now. <laughs> and everyone's like, yep, it is a good idea. And we got um, our genre for the 48-hour film festival that we pulled like out of a hat was family film. We're like, okay, so we'll oh. <clears throat> have this family film, our main character, like, and we kind of base this story about being, um, it's not about being trans, but like you could sort of see it as a sort of metaphorical lens for the same type of thing, right? Mm. It was essentially yeah. like uh, there was this family band and she was didn't really want to be a musician and like keep moving with the band. She was like, I'm different mm. from the rest of my family. And she didn't know how to, like, come out and tell her family, like, I don't want to do this performance thing anymore, right? Mm, yeah. So, like, when I say it like that, it's obvious that, like, performance, this, like, you know, the metaphor is yeah. kind of uh, almost obtuse. But uh, so we uh, filmed half of it that first night, right? Yeah. And then uh, I set up my house to look like a coffee shop for the uh, hmm. the next day for a, another scene. I had spent uh, the previous night after everybody left editing what I had, uh, spent the rest of the day setting up shop for people to come over. We can film the new scenes with the, the new looking uh, sets. Hmm. And I get a text from Sam, our main character, that hmm. she had been in a car wreck and her car was totaled. And oh. she was standing on the side of the highway for hours. And she's like, I cannot come to this shoot. I am so sorry. Hmm. Now, with a normal film production, it's just like, well, we're delayed a day. But with this type <laughs> of film production, it's like, yeah. okay, the thing we shot, it's now scrapped. We have to start all the way oh. back over <laughs> oh. and figure out uh, what we're doing again. Oh, man. I, I, I would have, I mean, I don't know if this would have made sense, but I, I feel like at that point you would have to double down and just find a new ending, right? Or, but, but I guess it was, it, I don't know, it made more sense to start over, I guess, or? Yeah, it definitely, <laughs> we only had enough um, to, we had the setup for the story, but none of the payoff. It It didn't make any sense if suddenly, like, Sam's just not in the movie anymore. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's that probably yeah. 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 It could be a very avant garde <laughs> film, I guess, but uh yeah. Because we set up that yeah. like uh that it's a family band. It's Sam and Sam's two brothers. And mm. we I was just like, okay, because um, I was planning for this film to be like a bummer of a like a bit of a bummer. I was I was aiming for like a sort of emotional, serious film. Right mm -hmm. now, what we were going to do was uh, we had them, the short film start with them practicing the music. They, then it ends and they're just talking while wrapping up and they're talking about uh, how they're going to need to go to perform some songs at grandma's house before they go start out on this like new tour or something with like a like an actual band. They're like, this is the first time we get to go on tour, but like grand grand's not going to be able to make it all the way out there so we need to get ready and play this a little early for grand grand uh <laughs> for thanksgiving or whatever huh. and then 
Sam's character, Diana, is trying to, like, uh, you know, she, like, clearly half-hearted. And it was going to cut to uh, a scene in a coffee shop where it was me and her, and we were going to be talking about how she feels about it. But, you know. Uh, and then later in the movie, she was going to try and, uh, like, tell them that she's like, I'm, I just don't think I'm the best fit for this. And then mm. in that moment when they were going to talk about it, when she was going to finally come out and say it, they get a phone call that grandma died. <laughs> uh, so, and I, I was planning, like, we're going to shoot uh, these shots at like, like gonna, grandma. Yeah. <laughs> so we were going to have these shots at like golden hour at like an actual like cemetery. It was going to be really pretty and heartfelt. Cause after that, we were going to cut back to me and, uh, my character, I was going to be the character in the coffee shop talking to her. And she was just kind of used me to get all the exposition of how she feels out. And she's going to be like, my grandma was the first person that I came out as trans to. And mm. she accepted me, but now it feels like everybody's expecting me to keep doing this thing because she's gone. Because now they feel like they have to like, play her favorite songs at the funeral or something mm. uh, like that. And he's like, well, just tell them that the funeral might have to be the last time you do it. And like the story ends with like her telling her brothers and they're just like, well, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. And like, she moves to like a, a more businessy side of the band. She's, she becomes the band's manager instead of being uh. a performer in the band. Now, again, this is something that we're making 48 hours. It's not, it's, it's not Shakespeare. I'm, it's not the best story in the world, but I was like, I think right. this is, this is solid. Yeah. Um, there's, there's, yeah. there's bones here to make something more serious. And I was interested to make something more serious because naturally yeah, it, much it, more comedic as a person. It, it does sound like something that could happen in a family. I mean, it's, mm -hmm. I mean it, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a little sappy, but, uh, you know, what can you do? And when I found out that Sam couldn't be in it, all we had at the time was the conversations. Of, we had the rehearsal at the very beginning. We had the first mm -hmm. conversation where uh, she seems defeated. And then we had the second conversation that gets cut off by the phone call. And we were going to do the coffee shop scenes the next day, as well as, like, the funeral-themed stuff right yeah so it wasn't gonna be with it without being able to film sam for the funeral or the last scene where like they like fulfill the entire plot line yeah it would have made <laughs> sense to keep going with without sam um, yeah fair so what we ended up doing and this is on my youtube channel uh I feel like we did the 48-hour film festival on hard mode. <clears throat> if, if you don't know, it's the, yeah. you have 48 hours to make a four to seven minute long uh, short film. Okay. And you are given a character name. You are given a specific line of dialogue and a specific prop that needs to be in your film. So that way they can make sure that you made it in the 48 hours and you didn't make it beforehand. Yeah. Um, and was the was Sam okay by the way after the yeah 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 Sam, Sam was fine <laughs> car was okay. totaled so, 
What, yeah, was it a Trans Am, that car? I have no idea. <laughs> I would trans guess not. Trans Am into Trans Am. I <laughs> might ask uh, Sam the next time I Okay. <laughs> so what we ended up doing was, okay, everybody that was everybody else that was there, because it was me, uh, my parents were helping out. I think my brother was helping out a bit. Um, mm-hmm. I had the actors who were playing the two brothers. Um, I had a camera operator, and they're all just standing around, staring at me after I tell them that Sam can't come, <laughs> and I've just sort of collapsed <laughs> on the floor, leaning oh, against the wall, like okay, like everyone's, everyone's like wait, oh, ready to go, yeah. boss, and then you're yep. yeah, the, yeah. They're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea. Uh, <clears throat> so I was like, oh. okay, I need a minute, and I was like, stepped out and like, right, we need to do something completely different. And everybody else is tired, but I'm again. Feels like we're doing it on hard mode because now I'm yeah. twenty. We, we're doing a twenty-four hour short film. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so any chance of me like getting anything close to a good night's sleep is gone. Um, mm. And I'm already tired. So what we need to do is come up with something fun and not a bummer. Mm. So what we did was instead was. Uh, a, this is going to sound very similar to my feature-length film, and uh, but only the beginning of it. Me and one of the characters that was playing the brother and uh, in the uh, previous version of the short film, we're brothers now, and we move into our recently deceased grandfather's house because money's tight and we recently got the house. Me and my brother aren't talking. We're just like, uh, we we don't need to go through this. Doesn't matter. Whatever, you know. And mm-hmm. so um, the ghost of our grandpa uh, starts doing spooky stuff around the house, so that Ugh. me and my brother will like essentially be forced to team up. <laughs> huh? Get us like talking uh, to each other again. <clears throat> I I could see. Was that partly the inspiration for your feature film? No. Setup? No. no okay. <laughs> like it, 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 it seems like an interesting sort of like a proto version of that. But yeah, I guess just a coincidence. Like, I guess. Well, I. It's just kind of a, a sad fact of our current um, socioeconomic landscape that people in mm. their twenties cannot just outright own a house. Mm. So uh, the only reason I included the recently deceased grandfather in the feature length version is because like uh, two guys in their 20s move into a a decent sized house Uh, sounds a little bit insane (laughs) just just based on how life actually is. Um, I feel like I have to explain it away and I'm like. Well, I already have this other explanation. I might as well plug it in because, like, tonally, like, uh, where in the feature length, it's like a genuine horror movie and, like, demons are trying to kill people. In the short Mm. film, it's more like the grandpa's playing fun pranks on his grandson. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's on my YouTube channel. It's called Grandpa's House. It's not my favorite thing, but Mm. I am proud that I made that in 24 hours. So, yeah, that is 
that is an achievement. I mean, yeah, the yeah, I think anytime you can just you put a any type of thing like that, a film or anything, and you know, once it's in the can and it you put it out there, I mean, that that's a success in my book. I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I especially with uh, the type of thing that we're doing where it's ghosts. There's a lot of um, special effects shots, not, uh, hmm. sorry, visual effects shots in that. Um, oh. I got like, uh, yeah, I got some digital trickery and whatnot okay, hiding yeah. in there, as well as like uh, some practical CGI. effects. <laughs> yeah, uh, like ILM. I had. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, for one of the scenes, we have uh, the character playing my brother walk into the kitchen. He sets down a used plate next to the sink and the sink, sorry, no, uh, the plate is taped to a string and the mm -hmm. string, uh, we lift it up so it looks like the plate's now floating. It gets dropped in the sink. Then uh, I had a piece of fishing line running from the sink handle to behind, uh, behind a corner <laughs> and mm -hmm. So it goes fly. So he sets down plate, flying plate into sink. Sink turns on, then sink turns off, then plate flies into dish strainer. And then I had okay, to like yeah. digitally remove like the string. Yeah, I mean and, that's, yeah, that's that's fairly complex for uh, you know like a forty-eight hour film. Yeah, okay. and, <laughs> and for. How much time we had probably shouldn't have done something that required so much visual trickery, but uh, it, it was yeah. fun because I wanted to do something that would you know uh, energize energize the crew. But hey, I feel like I've been talking for uh, a while now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I'm yeah. I I norm actually yeah. Normally I would have been like, hey, I got to leave, but actually tonight I didn't really have much else to do, so I guess. Fair enough. But it was, fair it was, enough. Yeah, but it was. It was cool hearing this actually, hearing that how you pulled that off and about these projects you're working on. Because, yeah, like, I mean, I, you know, I, I think one of the cool things about uh, like being on these events on Uzbear is getting to meet other creative people, you know, or, you know, people that have ambitions and, and, and uh, that have projects and stuff going on. Even just the fact that people come in, you know, when, cold reads first started and brian was like hey if you have any sketches and like he hadn't advertised the first one at all or anything but like people were like oh yeah i have some sketches and like you know they just off the cuff had some sketches lying around that they and i was like wow people do that people just have sketches that they wrote that they're just just there that they can pull out you know you know right uh so i don't know yeah i i, I always I'm, I'm always really interested in hearing what people do creatively and uh and yeah, just hearing like yeah, because like uh, it, I think it's it's just a good environment to be able to share and and stuff. Uh, yeah, so so yeah, I I was definitely I was definitely totally on board with uh, just uh, hearing about uh, the stuff that you were saying. So do, don't feel bad at all about yeah. You know. Oh, I I would never feel bad. I'm a sociopath. Okay, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Don't don't imply that it was a. Uh, <laughs> It was uh, <laughs> something that I was not up for. So, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Again, but, feel yeah, free to come on Pitch a Podcast. We're uh, moving yeah. forward. With, uh, what, what, uh, what days are they on like, again? Uh, we actually, to, uh, oh, oh, go ahead, sorry. Uh, we record um, 
Sunday nights normally, around like uh, 9 p.m. Sunday. Okay. Oh, oh, I, you said you're in Ohio, and that's uh, Ohio. Eastern. It's Eastern time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't. Uh, I like purposely. So, I purposely don't have a webcam <laughs> because I don't really want. I really like. I don't know. I, I just don't. I just don't like putting my like video of me out there for some reason but uh mm-hmm. is that is that like too much of a hurdle to not be able to, like see the visual or uh i, don't know. I mean I, don't it, know. It, I, I totally respect either way so it's like it's a, yeah i mean it's yeah whatever you know makes sense for your show i wouldn't want to impose or anything like it's not necessarily a hurdle especially since i edit the show it's just that like I'm going to critique Ooze Bear a little bit, just a smidgen. Mm-hmm. Uh, doing improv over the internet remotely uh, mm-hmm. inherently creates a delay that won't be there in person, you know? Yeah. Because you can't feed off the people's – you have to wait for the latency of the joke to actually get to you, and then you think of it, and then you say it, and then there's the latency mm-hmm. of people getting the joke. Um, now with Uzbear in particular, you also don't get any facial expression. So you're going entirely off tone of voice and it makes people analyze how things are being perceived a lot more, I think. And I wonder, uh, I do think that video certainly helps, Hmm. but yeah, well, Okay. But you, well, you sound like a handsome young man. <laughs> you should put that face uh, out on the internet, big boy. I mean, I don't, <laughs> I don't know if the, I don't know if the world is ready for it. You know, <laughs> you know, it's uh, once it's out there, you can't. You know. Do you want me to call change. you Masher Ron? <laughs> Uh, Ron has nothing to do. I, I don't know who all these other. I mean, there, there's a bunch of. I think Brian has just never cleared the old names that were on here because uh, he, he and he, he didn't put my name in the list today. So interesting. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, I'm like uh, I don't yeah, know who I, Ron is. Yeah, I guess I that was, was going through it. And I'm like, I guess Ron. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you'll see. Like the name isn't lighting up when I speak. So that's yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. So, so, well, I, I, I'm seeing, yeah. um, like, what is it? Six, six names lit up. And I'm like, well, none of your people are here. <laughs> yeah. Well, 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 actually what, like when you talk, for example, you'll see like your, your little icon lights yeah. up yellow. Yeah. Yeah. But my, yeah. So, but yeah, it's just, he didn't, you have to manually add it when you're hosting. And I think he just forgot to do it since I came in late probably. So Brian, that's uh, silly Billy. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, uh, well, I will think about it. I definitely, I mean, I don't know. I was thinking about situations where, um, so I was thinking about like rigging up like a VTuber kind of thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, to have some, uh, visual feedback, but like not actually video, I guess. But, uh, <laughs> now, uh, you don't have to answer this question, but I, I do mm-hmm. want to ask, like, is there a reason behind you not wanting to show yourself? Like, if it's just like, uh, I I don't want people looking at me. 
this is my faith. I have a right to keep this to myself. I'm like, that's, yeah, that's fine. It's all for me. Just like, I definitely me, think that me in the mirror, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's uh, definitely this stereotype about people who do that tend to like have like some image issues. Like, but that mm. it's just not like a true thing all the time. I used to work with this girl, like stunning. I think mm-hmm. about her more often than I should. Mm. <laughs> and she was like, yep. I'm not putting my face on the internet. I'm like, you could make so much money just being a model. Yeah. It, and it's that's a little different. To me. It's a little different for women because once they put, because, you know, if you've ever mm-hmm. seen like an attractive woman's DMs, um, you know, that puts her image out there. It's not pretty. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, I guess I, I'm not expecting anything like that, but um, I don't know. I, I guess I just sort of like, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, it's not like I'm never going to do it in my life or whatever, but I, but right now I just sort of have this feeling like it's just sort of interesting that people don't know what I look like and, and, and maybe they have a picture in their head. Um, you know, everybody has a different picture in their head of what, it, what I might look like. And, and, uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe it just kind of it just just kind of makes the interaction. Do uh, Do you want to know what I think you look like? <laughs> uh, oh, hmm, that's an interesting. Just based on my voice and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. personality and whatnot. Yep. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Are you familiar with the California raisins? Uh yeah yeah they the claymation yeah yeah I mean yeah that's not relevant that was just that was just something okay. I remembered. Uh, the the studio that made those claymations is now like a studios that makes those, oh really uh, yeah they make huh. yeah, like Coraline and some other <laughs> claymation so movies. cool yeah yeah I wish I had the time to do claymation stuff. <laughs> oh, I've experimented with it before, but forty-eight uh, hour, forty-eight hour claymation. <laughs> whew, I, oh, I could never. I like six seconds. <laughs> I spent um, this girl I used to date. Uh, we dated for like two years at this point, and it was her birthday. And I'm like, I want to do something a little different for her birthday. I made her a claymation video, like a little happy birthday video out oh, of Play-Doh. And yeah, it was cute as heck. Hmm. It was adorable. What and, did she, what's she think about it? Yeah. yeah, she liked it. Um, yeah. Not enough to, you know, uh, keep dating me forever. But <laughs> <laughs> Like the claymation was nice, but... No. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah. like, yeah, but whenever I look at your face, I just go, ugh. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, same, me too. Um, she, uh, crap, what was it? But it was like 28 seconds long, this video. Mm, and I think, still, yeah, I think it took me like eight hours to make. I mean, it's, it's like 12 frames a second, right? Or, or, uh, or at least, um, right? Or it could be more, I guess. Yeah, I know Ugh. standard. I didn't do it like the right way. I filmed everything, I think, in reverse. Um, it would look like thing. Yeah, I don't know, but hmm. I wonder if I still have that somewhere. 
<laughs> it doesn't matter. You should put that on your YouTube channel. Uh, no, thank you. <laughs> okay, that's a private memory then. Okay, I get you. <laughs> I, uh, she doesn't want to talk to me anymore. And the idea uh, of me putting up a video that I made for her on her birthday, that's just like... <laughs> yeah, no, okay. Hey, I, w- I, w- I wasn't I think, really thinking when I, when I suggested that. Yeah, yeah it was that, like... That would be really weird. <laughs> that was, like, like, if, her if name. You, like, like, I made the right choice by breaking up. Uh, yeah, Grant, we yeah. broke up like two, three years ago, something like that. Okay. And so if oh. I put up a video today, and it was the same oh, video man. that I posted oh, man, back yeah. then... That and would be, just like, that would be so, Caitlin, like, happy birthday. I love you. And that would be so strange. Yeah. The, oh, man. <laughs> Again, not a real. Yeah, I was, I was not thinking at all about the implications of that. I was, I was thinking like, oh, cool little claymation. But yeah, like, uh, yeah, no. <laughs> uh, that would have been because it would seem like you're still pining. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to like. I don't want to like open up that whole thing for you. But, no, uh, no, no, please. But, but, like, Free therapy for me. <laughs> uh, you can ask me any question. I'm an open book. Mm. So go ahead. Okay. Uh, I want okay. you to ask me three random questions that you think okay. would make me feel uncomfortable. Challenge yeah. me. Oh, man. I don't know if I, okay. I mean, all right. Uh, okay. We'll, we'll we'll say I I I'm, I might need to go soon, so I'm gonna say we'll 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 say these three we'll say we'll have these as like a quick little lightning round, as fast as you can manage, yeah. As we can do, okay. My butt's sweating. <laughs> <laughs> Been sitting here too long. Right. Yeah. No. No. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Oh man. Uh. Do you was uh. Was do you have a childhood memory of someone that was really mean to you, like that bullied you? Yeah, uh, these kids used to chase me on the playground, not like tag, just to like mm-hmm. gang up on me. And the mm-hmm. leader of this gang of goons uh, tricked me into drinking bubbles, and everybody thought I was oh. stupid. Uh, was was it like in a cartoon did you like start like like when he started trying to talk bubbles came out or something like that i he told me it was water and handed me the little little thing i'm like that looks like bubbles to me and then he was like it's water and then i drank it and then i like immediately spit it out because like it tastes like bubbles not water so yeah so i mean uh, i mean mean, like if that happened in like a cartoon or something then when the person starts trying to talk bubbles would come out of their mouth right after accidentally drinking mm-hmm. the bubble but, but that didn't happen in real life that no no it was just terrible was i mean terrible. i don't remember it might have happened <laughs> now it was yeah real yeah. fast on this because uh i don't mind outing this guy on this uh this very long oh, episode yes. that i'm sure no Please. one will ever listen to oh everyone's listening <laughs> that guy especially <laughs> so wherever me, he is i'm i'm tomahawk i was tomahawk mm-hmm. at the time that's my name Hmm. that's a cool uh, name for a kid you know yeah I, like when you're growing up as a kid i feel like that's a strong name to have but anyway go ahead sorry no 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 worries i feel like a lot of people when they hear that i'm like oh hi i'm tomahawk they think that it's a name that i put on myself yeah like i went to high school with a guy who called himself white dragon and i think his oh. real name was probably like daniel or something but like i think that's how what people think is happening but nope my parents named me tomahawk i went to school i was introduced as tomahawk I feel like and White it, Dragon has implications. I don't know. 
because isn't isn't that like the title of some of like the head person of the Ku Klux Klan, you know, or something? I don't. <laughs> I don't know, and I think it's a good thing that I don't know. <laughs> I feel, I, I feel like I've heard person. that. <laughs> I feel like I've heard that the the like the the lead person of a chapter of the KKK they, they uh, call themselves the Grand Dragon or something and uh, is it yeah, is it wizard they have a hierarchy I feel like there's wizard is in there I I don't know I, I don't know it, okay. there's an episode of Drunk History about the KKK and how the guy who created the Superman radio serial. Mm-hmm. Like made fun of them and like their uh, and all their little rituals they did in their meeting. Like he he incognito went into their meetings and then in the Superman show he would uh, have storylines where Superman fights the KKK and he shows how stupid they are by using the real stuff they did in their yeah. meetings. So yeah, but anyway, <laughs> freaking nerds. Oh, but so I'm Tomahawk, and much like yeah. Superman, Tomahawk sounds like a comic book name, and this yeah. kid. uh they tricked me into drinking bubbles. I couldn't stand them. I held a grudge for a long time. Like, kid me, this was my nemesis. He probably mm. doesn't know that. Uh, but he has, like, the same type of, like, weird supervillain type of name as, like, it sounds like Tomahawk's nemesis would be this. Are you ready for the uh, name? Sure. It it was Tomahawk versus Grandar. 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 Yeah. Man. That's that's like something out of Star Trek or something. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's question one. Got two more questions left. We're going to speed through these. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. I, yeah. My, I think I, I, yeah, I forgot about the, my own, uh, requirements there. Uh, yeah. So, um, uh, oh man. Uh, let's see. The, uh, is there anything that you were like a super fan of that you feel like is either, either you feel like it's cringe today, like yourself now, or do you feel like other people would think it's cringe? That's tough. Um, I am pretty naturally cringe as a person. <laughs> um, yes. You were, you were, you have merely, uh, <laughs> You merely adopted yeah, yeah, like, the cringe. Yeah, yeah I, I was born into. Yeah, uh, I was. Yeah. I was really into uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies when they were coming out. Mm. I would walk around my school campus like Jack Sparrow, and uh, that memory haunts me whenever I'm trying to fall asleep. You Question know, number I mean, three. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah, I'm going to say that uh, there are worse people to bottle yourself after, especially if you're into comedy, you know? Uh, yeah. But anyway, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, I'm going to, okay, we're, since we talked about time traveling earlier, mm-hmm. <laughs> a long time ago now in, the, in, the, in today's cold reads. Uh, well, time travel back to when we talked about it. Right. Uh <laughs> What, uh, do you have any, I mean, this isn't really an embarrassing question, I guess, but it's, but do, do you have any, um, where, where, where do you see yourself in the, you know, where do you, where, where, where is Tomahawk, you know, what is that, tar- you know, you, you see somebody has thrown that Tomahawk and it's going to land on the target 
hit that bullseye, where is that where is that target? Where is that where's that edge gonna land in the future? How 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 far in the future are we talking? Let's say let's say fifteen years. Fifteen years. Um I am going to be in the exact same place. <laughs> Here on Cold Reads. That's right. <laughs> but at like after hour after, yeah. Cold Reads After Hours, the brand new <laughs> podcast coming at you. Uh every once in a while we might even get Brian to come on. I actually love the idea. Hold on. Where's my phone? We should text Brian and ask him to come back so he can sign us out. I, I think it I think if nobody's in here and the host has left, I think it automatically I think maybe after fifteen minutes it automatically <clears throat> stops. But no, I want, like, it, I want him yeah. to come back and be like, "All right, everybody, that's cool." <laughs> oh man, yeah. I mean, it's uh, yeah, it's like the after cold read cold reads after hours becomes like the thing that takes off, you know, like that. Yeah. <laughs> cold reads followed by hot takes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> um. What was the question? Where am I going to be? Uh, 15 years, yeah. 15 years. Maybe 10 to 15, you know? Maybe um, that's a little, little easier to prognosticate. I assume I will be married mm-hmm. um, to Brian. Right. Will uh, you, on his birthday, will you make a stop-motion film for him? I, I don't want to repeat myself. <laughs> okay. That's, yeah. Maybe for Christmas. I might do it for Christmas. <laughs> You could do the um, Santa voice when you dub it over. You could... Well, I'm married to Brian, not Trish. Like, oh, my right. life hasn't gone well enough that I get to marry Trish. Like, uh, well, clearly things she... aren't great if I'm marrying Brian. Side chick. I'm not that type of guy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Loyal. I respect it. I respect it. I, all right. So I sent Brian the message. <laughs> He's probably, like, asleep by now or something. Or I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know when he goes to bed. But, uh... But, <laughs> But I feel like that's going to be an interesting text to receive. <laughs> Cold reads is still going on, Brian. <laughs> Brian, to go on without you. Cold reads never needed you. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it ourselves. <laughs> Just, we wrote Brian. another sketch. We wrote another script in the meantime. We yep. we yep. read it. Um, we wrote it during the thing, and we read. Or you did that once. You wrote a script during the cold reads. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've, yeah, I've, uh, I've written scripts for this. I mean, like you wrote it during the thing, like while it was. Oh happening. yeah, yeah, yeah. I did do that. But, so it's like, like, oh yeah, we wrote a script after Brian left, and we read it on, or <laughs> you know, something. But you know, that's not what happened. But you know, I remember you guys did not like my little theme that I wrote. <laughs> I, I liked it. I, I, I thought. Uh, well, I think the problem was, uh, the inflection, like. I think we I think we missed the inflections of it because I remember there was um like the last two lines was something like like I think Brian said something like your 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 dad is dead or something but he read it in a very dramatic way he's like your dad is dead but I think I think you meant it more like your dad's dead yeah you know or something like that I, that's how I <laughs> pictured it but but uh I don't know <laughs> I don't even remember what the scene was about but I just remember that last line like. Your dad's dead, and then I, and then like my character started crying, so I, f- I feel like it was supposed to be like, your dad's dead, 
<laughs> you know, it was kind of like that, kind of like a like a throwaway joke, like a you know. But that I think, does sound like something I would write. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like uh, by making it more dramatic, it was sort of unclear mm. what was happening at the end, I guess. So, but that's just because it was a cold read and we'd have time to like actually read it beforehand. Yeah. So, yeah. But you know, I yeah, I thought it was good for the amount of time you spent on it for sure. It was, yeah, it had some jokes in there. I don't oh. remember what they were, but yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I'll end this yeah. with my last improv comedy related tip okay mm. all ears I, i'm guessing brian is probably not going to be i don't think he's back. coming back okay <laughs> uh, <laughs> taking your premise seriously will mm-hmm. always make it funnier nice yes yes i agree i agree uh, yeah if, if you're trying to be like improv is not a place to try to be ironic and cool Mm-hmm. <laughs> unless the character is i guess yeah like there was a sketch i wrote a while back that i'm very proud of it was the uh pizza hut sketch where brian right, played yeah. a hitman and essentially the sketch is one joke the joke is it's not that nobody out pizzas the hut it's that this is what happens to those who do that's the only joke in the entire <laughs> script mm. But since I write the rest of it as, like, seriously as I can, like, I try to present the violence of Brian being a hitman sent by Pizza Hut to be as bloody and gory and as visceral as possible to make the audience feel uncomfortable. (laughs) I think it makes the punchline of this is what happens to those who do have more of an impact. So that's my tip uh, Mm. for any writers out there. Um my good friend Mash is now going to say goodbye. <laughs> Isn't that right, Mash? Yeah. Take us uh, out with a good improv or comedy writing tip. Uh well uh you know if uh I think if you have you know, if you have one of those jokes if you come up with a joke mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the middle of an improv scene and you don't know how to work it into the scene, just hold on to it. And then at the end, or after it's gone on for a while, and uh, you feel like, you know, maybe the scene is played out, just even if it doesn't make any sense, just bring the joke back in, and there's your button, you know? There's a button. There it is. And, uh, you know, and it's, uh, and, and you know, it's like, you say, what are these? These nuts. These nuts.